Hey Tim. Oh, hey. You catch some of that? Yeah, I caught I caught most, most of it. Okay, well, here. you know, maybe you can be um, a little less colorful in your language. That would that would help. <laughs> well, he set he set the bar pretty pretty low. So I should be able to. Uh... Although uh, yesterday's Tim and John show, I was pretty animated in that. So uh, there's some f bombs flew. Oh, what was Nizen? Yeah, well, for well, it was me that was doing it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Donna's gonna reset the uh, video here. Go ahead. I will say what I was. I almost chimed in because one of my favorite uh, radio moments of all time is when like him and Alex Jones were both like shooting uh, fifty cows in each hand at, at out of like Alex Jones Ranch years ago. This is probably like five six years ago. Yeah, he asked me about. Um, yeah. Uh, Alex, you know what happened to him, and I'm—I don't know—he's still there. He's just not, you know, mainstream. Decided to stop criticizing him, <laughs> get impressed. You know, this is, this is. Did you did you watch the the Shadowgate thing? No, 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 no. The pandemic. The well, there's Shadowgate and the Plandemic movie last night. Have you watched those? I watched I watched Plandemic and I saw like the trailer for Shadowgate, but. Shadowgate is man. It gives you what for and pandemic. I'm. I don't know how. Um, I. 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 I don't know how Gates is going to survive this. It. He got outed, man. Between yeah. James Corbett and Plandemic and Shadowgate, you know he's Doctor Evil I mean, some bitch. I mean, do you even see? The, I don't know. I mean, back when Luke and I were making videos, we probably had at least like three or four like really hard hitting ones on Bill Gates, and one of them got picked up by Breitbart. Uh, you know, it was, yeah, we probably have like, I say like three, like really in-depth one. And actually this is before Corbett put his out. So, uh, but yeah, like getting into like, you know, the whole history of Gates and how he stole the technology from this guy named Gary Kurdal and then getting into like his dad and his, his grandpa was federal reserve. His grandpa was a federal reserve governor. Yeah. His pedigree is they, them, those big time, you know? Uh, yeah, it's it it's insane. And then like the whole Marina Abramovich spirit cooking ad that Microsoft. You know, did. I finally went and found. Everybody's talking about it, and I know what kind of you know weird stuff they're doing in Hollywood of having these dinners. Of, it was just weird. And uh, and what her thing is, she's like a, I don't know, a freaking witch or something. I I don't yeah. know what the hell is going on. And uh, then to see her in the Microsoft, the commercial was a Microsoft Halo commercial for that augmented reality you know helmet thing and they want to get in your eyes and ears you know and um and she and, just and wants your, soul, your brain so. yeah it's just like that did you ever see um the star trek next generation episode the game you know yeah. this is what it was they, they put on the glasses and it did like a through your optic nerve a game and it made you theirs and this is what they're trying to do and and she comes up there doing that to you know screw with your brain with certain images of whatever the hell and Gates is support and I'm glad people went what the f this is well well Luke the the backstory on that is I like woke up like Good Friday I see this ad right away and I'm like holy shit I'm like Luke we need to go uh, make a video on this and so we went and made a video on it then he went and refreshed his uh, page and the video had been taken down of course so it we had. got. So we had the video of it, like, we hadn't even uploaded our video yet, and yet we were comments, so we had already had the full video of hers uh, ahead of time, and we were one of the only mainstream people, or not mainstream, we were the only alternative, or any media, to get this while it was still, uh, while it was still up, and then that got picked up by Breitbart, and I think it was seen by like 80, 90,000 times on YouTube before they put the kibosh on that one. 
You know, I'm going to um, see if we can do this. What What's her name? Marina Abranovich. Marina. Marina Abran. Ah, shit. I'm looking at the wrong keyboard. Hand me that keyboard, Jay. What's up, Jay? Hey, Thank Tim. You. Hey. Okay. Sorry. Marina. Oh, I'm just doing a little research here on some uh, serial numbers, working on getting this bus straightened out. Yeah, we we're yeah, ready to go. I didn't know if you're I didn't know if you're in there uh, trimming your beard. <laughs> That's right here, Nagathy. Uh, I was listening to that. Yeah, I don't know what the hell. <laughs> I ain't got thing. time to like groom all the time. Yeah. I got like you know stuff to fix. God, he is animals. freaking groomed. This I'm going. What the <laughs> hell? You know that. Okay, Microsoft commercial. Marina Abramovich, Spy Tracker. So uh, here it is. It's two minutes. Okay. I'll just play it without the audio in the in the background here, cause uh, and when we come back, cause this is this is freaking freaky deaky, man. You know, this is. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's see if we can get the audio in. Let me see if I can find the one that we did too, uh, so you have for the links. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'd be good. Ah, oh, shoot, I'm on the wrong. You get an RV Dang yet, here. Tim? All right, we're back. Here we go. The Freedom's Phoenix, Ernest Hancock. Believe me when I say we have a difficult time ahead of us. But if we are to be prepared for it, we must first shed our fear of it. I stand here without fear because I remember. I remember that I am here not because of the path that lies before me but because of the path that lies behind me. I remember that for 100 years we have fought these machines. And after a century of war, I remember that which matters most. We are still here! because we understand you know what's up you know this is this is uh this is what's up okay now um we got tim Pachote on liberty advisor liberty advisor.com uh, now he came in at the end of uh john mcafee got to say yo what's up and um then uh, and listen to that and then we were talking about you know a lot of things now i, I want to start off we got to get the economics and all that kind of stuff but this is something that we haven't talked about and I wanted to make sure that people know this. This is uh, the Marina Abramovic is a um, spirit cooking, weird, freaking, satan- whatever the hell is going on with that. And all of a sudden, she appeared in a Microsoft commercial. And I'm going, where the hell did that come from? Now, I, I'm, on Good Friday. On Good Friday, mind you. Of course, Good Friday. You know, I you know, of course. Okay. So I'm just gonna play this without the sound in the background here. Explain what's going on and what you and Luke did and so on. 
Yeah, so uh, I guess kind of the backstory on this, and so for those of you who are listening uh, during the break, uh, we somehow we started talking about Marina Abranovich, or we were talking about Bill Gates, and then we then it got into Marina Abranovich. And for those of you who don't know, she uh, during the Podesta emails was, uh, you know, uh, basically like uh, like Podesta and Hillary and everybody was going over to their house to go to spirit cooking, and spirit cooking is where they have like in their own words, blood and urine and semen, putting on the walls and doing these different rituals. And uh, Microsoft decided that they would have an ad dedicated to her on Good Friday, showcasing her as like the world's greatest living performance artist. And so I, you know, I, w- we w- I woke up that day, saw it immediately, told Luke we need to do a video on it. We did a video on it before the video was even uploaded, like seconds after we, we got done hitting you know, uh, record. All of a sudden, Luke refreshes his page. Microsoft had pulled the ad. We had we already had our commentary on the whole thing, and then uh, I got picked up by Breitbart, and I think it was seen like eighty, ninety thousand times before they put the kibosh on it. And uh, but yeah, I mean, luckily, you know, the comments on it, she was just ripped a new one, and uh, and yes, yeah, so Microsoft was forced to retract. But the balls of them doing this on Good Friday, and not like I'm some like you know religious holy roller or anything, but you know. The fact that they have to, you know, put it in your face and do it on Good Friday just, you know, shows what these people... Yeah, uh, they're you know, messed up in the head. Okay, this is... Uh, I'm showing up on the screen. Marina is presenting her first mixed reality artwork, The Life, on Microsoft's HoloLens 2. What she was promoting is this HoloLens thing. And they were, put the helmet on. There is an episode of the Star Trek Next Generation called The Game. If you guys... I'll, I'll pull it up here in a little bit. The Game. And it was, you know, uh, the last one on the ship that wasn't put on this headset that would be messed up in the head and part of the collective of whatever taking over the, you know, the universe was Wesley Crusher, the kid. And he's like, nope, 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 nope. And they wanted him to put on the HoloLens. This is to get your eyes and ears and experience you to images some stuff and concepts that you're not going to be able to get out of your head that's her point they want to you know how fast can we turn everybody into a sociopath of a slave of a familiar to the vampires of whatever the hell and this is what's going on so when you watch this you can see that if you know who she is and Microsoft and Bill Gates and everything you can see the promotion of them doing this very this is weird crap this is weird and then, of course, immediately they take it down because it was, you know, she's wanting to be this um, worshiping of AI of people go to the Church of the Hollow or something. You know, I mean, what did you get out of it? Yeah, I mean, it was just the fact that they were, you know, showcasing her as this, you know, goddess on this pedestal, the greatest living, you know, performance artist that there is. Uh, it just showed me the brazenness of, you know, what they're willing to do, especially after. All the Podesta email stuff. It's not like they did this, you know, six years ago before 2016, you know, revelations. This was done after the fact, and it's just a test to see how asleep the people are. And luckily, there's enough people like us and your audience out there that, uh, you know, Microsoft was forced to retract this. And not a lot of people even know about this. And unfortunately, not enough people out there even know who Marina Abranovich is. You know, obviously, we're in our bubble, and we everyone we talk to usually does. But, uh, yeah, it just goes to show the brazenness of these uh, of these people. Yeah, no, she's like, you know, freaking head witch of whatever the hell. She comes up in all this pedophile, you know, Hollywood, Podesta, email, pizza gate of crap. I mean, it is just amazing. And they get power from the torture and the abuse of and so on. It's just, and, and that they did this. Why her? This was amazing. 
And of course, they got you know, and you know, it's not just Microsoft; it was Christie's. You know, it's an art thing. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm going okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. So I want to go into uh, see if I can find this. I'm um, well. Go ahead, and while I look this up, go ahead and give us uh, start us off on uh, the news of the day in the economy. You know, we talked to John yesterday or day before, and I tell you, you know, he's like scaring me. What are you scared of? What's happening? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just scared of your average slave that's out there in America who in the, and worldwide who are putting on masks. But luckily, we've got guys like John McAfee out there wearing women thongs, uh, you know, helping push back on the narrative a little bit. But some of the things, I guess, you know, I mean, it's a pretty tough act to follow over here, following John McAfee and all the colorful language uh, with uh, some <laughs> economic news. But we'll try. Uh, so we do have, you know, the uh, S&P 500 just said goodbye to the shortest bear market in U.S. history. Uh, now we've got stock buybacks are coming back. Uh, so, you know, enough time has passed now where that's uh, back uh, able to do that. The Fed is making is close to making its new inflation strategy official. And then we've got some, uh, you know, different blockchain news where MIT is developing hypothetical digital currencies with the Fed. Uh, China is doing the same thing. So China's begun major expansion of digital currency testing. Uh, even have Warren Buffett buying gold. Uh, I, I almost said again, but this is, to my knowledge, the first time. Now, it may have been one of his, you know, lower level, uh, you know, minions and portfolio managers who did it, uh, who, who did it. But, you know, I would imagine that uh, they'd have to run this up, up the chain past Uncle Warren before they did anything like that. Uh, and then lastly, this is big. Uh, you know, I'm sure that this has already been on your radar and you've got a lot to say about this. But the U.S. Postal Service counters Trump's attack on mail-in voting with a new blockchain patent, which then, you know, leads into uh, the FEC commissioners was saying that there's a substantial chance we won't know the winner on election night. So, you know, I, oh, you know for me, yeah, I mean, I mean, for me, you know, and this is the, you know, I think you really helped, uh, you know, hit the, my, my very first time coming on your show was actually Bev Harris was the other guest on, and I think John Brakey as well. And so, you know, right out of the gates, you know, I got really exposed to a lot of the things that were going on with, you know, fraction magic and all the different ways that they can, you know, rig the voting system. So, you know, if we are going to have a vote, uh, it might as well, you should make sure your vote was at least, you know, cast, you know, right, you know, not that voting is really going to matter anyways. And so now we finally see, you know, the post office coming up with their own blockchain patent on voting. And it's just, uh, you know, kind of crazy. It's the post office of all people. Not that it really matters. I mean, we're already, you know, well past the, uh, well past the time of, you know, <laughs> of trying to turn this ship around. But uh, yeah, wh- wh- what were you trying to look up right now? Uh, well, this is what I just uh, we're going in the break. But uh, this is Star Trek: Next Generation, and it was exactly this Halo thing. They put this headset on. And it was like a game that. You know, it took over your brain. Now, that's Ashley Judd back in the day. See, and it just go right into your optic nerve and do th- this. Is, this episode is what this HoloLens thing is about. You know, I can see because they can't. You know, the controls of, and it was a it was a fun episode. And if you watched it now, it scared the crap out of you. Boom, you're ours now. Star Trek Next Generation. No, 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 no. Well, enough about that. We'll get back to the economy and all the goodies when we come back. With thelibertyadvisor.com. Tempachote. Just a little bit. We're going to get learnified. From the sixth letter of Captain Mark. 
A pirate's life is characterized by voluntary interactions. Unfortunately, the crown presses everyone into involuntary servitude. Landlubbers believe slavery was abolished years ago, but the crown still claims to own us when it crimps us into service against our will. Given sufficient ambition, it would gladly draft thousands of hapless victims to kill or be killed. It's simply slavery by another name. Landlubbers are routinely commanded to serve the so-called justice system in jury duty. But before you swell with civic pride, consider that how you feel is irrelevant to the crown. You will appear as ordered or face punitive measures. The crown insists that you participate in your own oppression. A jury summons provides pirates with a unique opportunity to obstruct injustices. A juror can vote not guilty, even if it's proven the law was violated. A juror can acquit for any reason at all, and not even a judge can reverse that verdict. Receiving a jury summons is basically winning the sedition lottery. But if you reveal that you know this during jury selection, you'll probably be dismissed. If the Crown foolishly crimps a pirate into jury duty, it behooves the pirate to conceal their intention to nullify unjust laws. If a master takes 100% of your labor, it's called slavery. But if they only take 50%, they call it taxation. A difference of degree, not of kind. Whether the Crown claims a fortune or a cent is irrelevant. Most of all, a slave owner desires contented slaves, meaning thoughtless ones that accept their bondage. These house slaves see no contradiction in being drafted in a war to end slavery or summoned to a jury to prosecute tax evasion. An ideal slave knows no higher call than the master's will. The crown's highest ambition is that its slaves revere the authority that subjugates them. But the crown does not own me. I will not surrender my time and treasure to the crown's ambitions. Join the conversation at pirateswithoutborders.com. Yeah, I was showing the uh, some of the episodes of that. I'm telling you, man, this is fact is stranger than fiction. It is just getting stupid, you know. And I, I wasn't paying attention to the you know Donna took care of the site mostly yesterday, and they all been doing bus stuff. But I tell you, you know the 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 news is just getting freaky. You know, this is getting, I, I got so much stuff to get, I got hours of videos to watch and different things to get caught. I'm like, damn, it's on, it's on steroids now. You know, what, what's the, you know, uh, you know, Trump had the, you know, peace to the Middle East in Israel, UAE kind of Saudi, whatever the hell thing he's doing. And right when they're doing the Democratic National Convention, so that kind of stole a little bit of thunder from him, but uh, they come out and. You know, that's one thing McAfee, he was saying, eh, Biden ain't going to be it. You know, what do you think? You think Biden's going to, you know, be the nominee to vote for on November? Or even if he went, doesn't matter. I don't see him serving. There's going to be, and McAfee was saying, he goes, eh, there's going to be some Republican. They're going to bring some super, we've come together and we hate Trump but get as much together. You know, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's going to eventually be President Harris, uh, or who knows, maybe Michael Obama will step in there and, uh, and and do something. Sorry, I was just I'm also streaming out on my end too, and I was having a I changed an audio issue, so thank you guys for pointing that out. But I, I fixed it, so now that the, uh, my audience can now hear uh, Ernie. So thank you, thank you for that. But yeah, I, I think that uh, I do not see her being there for the full or him serving out for four years whether or not i don't even know if he'll even make it to be in the election but i think that he's as long as they can hide him and have an excuse not to trot him out you know there's just such trump derangement syndrome going on that uh you know i think the democrats will win and all the trump people will be like oh well he would have won if it wasn't for cheating and you know you've been you know screaming about you know 
you know. Oh, uh, yeah, no, that's how they're the going to do it. Here, we're coming back. Here we go. To be a part of the show, call 602-264-2800. 602-264-2800. And now, Ernest Hancock. And Tim Pachot, the LibertyAdvisor.com. Okay. Um, I, you know, if... You're doing financial, you're a financial advisor, make people keep people's money a money thing, you know, and and all this stuff that's going on now, uh, are you slower, busier, rocking and rolling, whatnot, you know, how's life with Tim? I mean, I'm trying to keep a good work-life balance over here, and, uh, you know, it's, it's been busier, I mean, it's uh, constantly, but, I mean, unfortunately... Because, you know, the fact that we're, you know, out of this bear market already, you know, some people have been lulled back to sleep, but a lot of people are contacting me, you know, they're worried about, you know, the same things this audience is probably worried about, you know, devaluation of the dollar, you know, uh, the end game, how this could, you know, potentially reset. And, uh, you know, and, and then they are glad that they found somebody like me that can help get them on, you know, a, a better path. And, you know, we are, you know, upping the, you know, different gold percentages and precious metals. And, you know, I'm even, uh, actually, I just wrote out an email that I've yet to send, uh, but I was going to do even tell people that were not on the gold or crypto silver bandwagon that you know, hey, now is the time to you know think about that. And you even got guys like Warren Buffett now, who you know famously has been against gold his entire career, and now he's even coming out and buying gold. Uh, he bought uh, Barrick Gold and probably owns even other companies and, and more gold, as, I imagine, because all these filings that they give out are always you know uh, you know a quarter behind. But yeah, no, it's been it's been you know there's enough as many hours in the day. There's constantly people I could I could talk to. But at the same point, you know, we're in this pandemic over here, and you gotta you know live our life. And I'm not trying to just work you know 24 hours a day. So, uh, you know, for for me, it's you know I also need to keep you know a good headspace. And you know these might be look back as the good times. So right now I'm trying to you know get out and see friends and travel and. <clears throat> you know, be outside as much as possible, which, you know, here we are in the coronavirus capital of the world, Maricopa County, and I'm out and about, you know, every single day, going to restaurants almost every single day, uh, going to, you know, Jackalope Freedom Festival for the first time with, you know, how many people do you think were there? I mean, hundreds, I, I, a lot. It was a lot. lot. Yeah, it was a lot. Especially. Well, what did you think? Know. When did you leave? Uh, I left on uh, Monday, so I stayed Monday to Monday from the uh, 3rd to the 10th. Well, it was uh, probably still busy when you left, wasn't it? Yeah, no, it was still... I haven't talked to Bob yet. I don't know. He just had been up there for weeks. He'd be like, whatever. I haven't even got there. Donna, call Alma. You just have Alma come on, and she can explain it to us, you know, because she really pumped the crap out of it, and there was a lot of, there was a lot of people, and I'm just like, yep. Special agent not in charge. You know, there's nobody in charge. You know, Renee Houlihan went there. She's uh, been there since the beginning. And she was going around the first night she gets here. Who's in charge? Who's in charge? Are you talking? Who's in charge? I mean, just being a butthead. You know, but um, worked out we well. To talk to, we need to talk to one of the jack officers. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's I, did, good I, didn't, one. I didn't come they, uh, Some of the New Hampshire guys actually came up with that. So no, that's good. That's good. That's good. You know, anybody tries to be in charge, you go, are you a jack officer? You know, that, that'd be good. That's a burn. Or the, right jack, or the, or the jack boots. I mean, one of the other. <laughs> you know, so this has been, it, it was a good, what did you think? That was your first one, right? Yeah, that was the first one, and I bought a whole bunch of camping gear as soon as like all this whole pandemic hit. Is a you know a, sort of like a bug out strategy if I had to, um, and so it was my first time sort of testing all that stuff out. Got to see you know what I was missing, what I didn't have, what I a needed. A fifth wheel. <laughs> yeah, I need yeah I need that. The problem is right now I don't have when I'm 
moved because of the divorce. I don't have a driveway now. And so if I had a truck, it would take up, like, it would be serious, you know, having like a millimeter on each side and no, no space. So that's right now, that's a big concern. So I might need to wait until I get uh, different residents. Or yeah, no, or wait until, you know, the prices when they take a plummet and you're going up, that's the time. And now I get the house I want. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, I'm not necessarily you know, looking necessarily to buy right the second. Right. I, I mean, well, we are even looking at, uh, I would say we, you know, uh, you know, Kingsley and uh, Josh are looking at different places up in up north a little bit because uh, they want, they initially wanted to move to Mexico. I was thinking, you know, hey, I don't, I can't really bug out to Mexico. I've got kids. And so I'm trying to convince them like somewhere like, uh, you know, Prescott ish type area and, yeah no there's a place you know dr tamburi was i i sent him up uh chino valley kind of thing it's north of prescott it's a awesome agricultural kind of leave me alonist uh not too far from the big city you know kind of thing i'm i'm interested in that too you know don and i were looking uh whatever so yeah you guys come across something talk to dr tamburi he went and found a lot of nice stuff up there but that's becoming popular you know now that's uh you know, everybody's thinking Arizona, especially after you go and visit. You did the Jackalope, Donna. Turn on the air conditioner. The um, so what happened um, at Jackalope? Uh, Kingsley and Aaron they got married there. It was beautiful. It was an awesome ceremony. It was great. No permits and freaking done. Family and friends. It was awesome. And after it's a hundred billion trillion degrees in Phoenix and in Las Vegas, they went up to the Jackalope and they're going, God, Northern Arizona winter doesn't suck. This is awesome. You know. Oh, and we had Tracy, the owner of June's Cafe. You know the, the cafe. You know we don't wear masks. Did you go there at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a big, a uh, big crew. So I mean, there's probably like 15, 20 of us that were there. Really? That was awesome. Then, we got her to uh, put on, the uh, Donna has their cups for sale, the June Cafe cups. I go, there's cups? Well, we need to get that up, man. I know a lot of people are ordering those cups, so you need to get some cups. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. We had probably 15, 20 of us, and as we were walking out, then another crew of us, like so like Aaron and Kingsley and his parents and, and their whole wedding crew all came in. Um as, as I was making my way back to Phoenix. So, yeah, no, uh, June's, yeah, so, you know, it pays to uh, to not comply. And so at least you got to support these that. businesses. That's what they want to do. They want to drive. That's one thing on the economy and so on. We're talking about, you know, the effects and what you do and planning and so on. And I'm looking at, it seems to me that there is a target of the very type of people that have their own businesses. You know, mom, pa, and you're not allowed and you can't and comply and you only Walmart. You know, does that seem like a tactic to you? Yeah, I mean, it sure almost uh, seems to think that way. Just so you know, we're still viewing your screen, so I didn't know if you... No, I know. I'm just having people see the headlines and so on, you know. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think it is, uh, you know, to some extent uh, a tactic, whether or not it was deliberate or not. But at this point, it's like, oh, well, you know, Amazon, like all these big globalist companies like Walmart and Amazon, you're allowed to operate, but... You know, mom and pa, you guys couldn't be possibly be, you know, sophisticated enough to, you know, match our level of, you know, safety. And then also as part of that pandemic movie, what you saw, like the, all the clips where they match them together. They're all talking about in the Amazon, their safety procedures, Amazon, their safety procedures. And there's, you know, everybody repeating the exact same thing. And, uh, you know, not to, you know, skip gears and talk about the movie, but I loved how, you know, it was talking about like Operation Mockingbird and talking about uh, it, it really did paint a good picture 
for somebody, not necessarily this audience that already knows all that all that stuff, but like an audience that might not necessarily know all that stuff and how it pieces together. I think they did a really good job on that. But yeah, I mean, kind of funny how all the biggest people, in the, all the richest people in the world got even richer uh, throughout all this. And then you have like the richest companies in the world, companies like Apple, where, you know, the Federal Reserve is buying their bonds. Like, what the hell is the Fed doing buying Apple's bonds? They've got, you know... A, a okay, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Pile. They're going straight to, just on the stock market, they're getting them straight from Apple, or they're buying Apple bonds from some hedge fund? I mean, exactly how are they doing this? Uh, well, they're using Black, the company BlackRock to do it, so that way BlackRock can make a commission. So BlackRock is going out in the market and then buying... Up their bonds, and we did, and that show that we did uh, from the bus in. Uh, okay, in hold on, hold on, hold on. This is you know we're going into break, and I want to I want to focus in on this when we come back because this is something I'm like, what the heck is going? How are they? We're going to find out. Tim Pachote, thelibertyadvisor.com. Okay, that is. Let me mark that down so I don't forget. We got yeah. Okay, buying Apple bonds. Or stock, which one? Uh, bonds. All right, I want to understand how that's done. You know, and it's going through black. I mean, why are they even? This is this is fascism. You know, you mix government and the business to where you can't tell the difference between the two. That is the definition of fascism. So I'm just going. This fascist mechanism that they're doing is is what the hell. You know, I'm, I, oh yeah, there it is, there it is, there's it. You know, for those of you who went to June's Cafe in Hebrew, Arizona while at Jackalope Freedom Festival, here's the blue coffee mugs. Donna, put that in the uh, archive of the Tim's segment and then uh, put it back to the top of the page. You know, I'm going to click on here. Everybody get to see. There it is, June's Cafe, okay? And you go on, you know, blah, 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 follow this link. Yeah, they're the ones that enter at your own risk. We don't wear masks. Everybody can suck it. So did you let them all know that's why you were there? Is because, you know, to support them? Yeah, I mean, I, I was probably one of the, I didn't show up first, but I, I imagine with people like Tina there and Dave Rodriguez and, you know, Lynn, and I, I'm sure that, you know, at least one of them let them know. But the problem thing is I had my dog, so I was... For a little bit, I was outside of the cafe for a little bit because I had uh, I had Yoshi, and then uh, one of Tina's sons came and uh, wanted to play with Yoshi. So then I got to go back inside. So I I, I imagine uh, it was definitely it was definitely said. So all right, well Donna, show me where I'm ordering it. I already ordered it. No, I mean show me on here where I can. Order. Right, so it says it says follow this link. I saw it up there. No, I did. Blue, it went to blue. It went oh, to. Okay. I go like that. Follow link. And it yeah, goes just, there. Okay. All right, where's the cup? Scroll down. Scroll down. Get it. Scroll down. Where? Oh, there you go. Okay. Because they have like $6. I go, nope, 20 bucks. 20 bucks. Make it 20 Because, damn it. And I can do. And you ordered it and had the cart. And All right, cool. And I ordered two. And she got us two. We're going to have June's, June's Cafe. Damn it. Don't have a lot of room on the bus, but we got room for two more coffee cups. Because, <laughs> damn it. You know, this is awesome. Awesome. Yep, yep, yep. All right, I'll be back in a second. I got to hit the head. All right, hold on. There are those that just want to be left alone. And those that just won't leave them alone. All right, maybe I just want to be showing my screen. Uh, I'm I'm talking to... uh, 
All right, we're back. We're back. back. The Liberty Advisor while Tim's yakking to somebody for something. I have no idea. All right. So the uh, Apple thing. All right. Here we go. You ready? Can you talk? Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. This is what's going on. You have the uh, Federal Reserve is building up their balance sheet. You keep going on about that. It means they're owning stuff. They're buying things from... I don't even know whom it was. You know, the banks, they're overnight in the repo window, blah, 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 blah. They're, it's like uh, the toxic waste that they had in the 08, 09 thing. And they would, dollar for dollar, you have all this crap, and the banks are going to go down because our crap's not worth anything. The stock market, well, that's all right. We'll give you a dollar for dollar value, or whatever you paid for it or something. And now the Fed owns all the stock and all this stuff. Well, then we had uh, Melody Krell come on and explain how the DTTC and Seed and Co. and the New York Stock Exchange, it's they, them, though, the Pasteur family of somebody owns something about everything. So I'm going, okay, so you're seeing it happen more to the tune of trillions of dollars of uh, the wealth of companies in America is somebody buys a stock and then they get cash for whatever they pay plus a commission or something and it winds up on the Federal Reserve's balance sheet. What that means is that the Federal Reserve owns everything. And I'm going... What the hell is going? It's a it's a it's a pipeline. They set up all the plumbing to go to the they them those, and they're buying up everything. Now, if they have all that, all the chain stores, all the board of directors shared with yada yada yada, and then shut down privately owned businesses. You're not doing it right. You don't have the mask. You're not you know you can't stay open. You got to be closed, and you know so many people in your restaurant, or whatever. June's Cafe is just an example of this. Now, when somebody says, no, bite me, I'm open anyway, what kind of support do you have from the community? You know, what about the local health inspector if you're on the list of insurance company kind of crap? This is one thing that's coming. So I'm going, or it's here. So when you have the Federal Reserve has now on its balance sheet, Apple, you know, the company Apple, you know, like Steve Jobs, Apple, their bonds I want to know why, how that happens, who does it, and to what benefit, and why would what? Explain that to me, Tim. Well, I guess you know, uh, in true uh, corporate fascism world, they uh, they don't. The Fed technically doesn't have it on theirs. They have a credit facility. And can you uh, make it so that way I can uh, I can uh, screen share as well? So if you, I think if either either make me a host or there's a way for you to. Yeah, uh, tell me where to do that because I needed to do that before and I don't even know how to do it. Okay, where do I? Yeah, if you, if you go down like where it says participants uh, in the lower left-hand corner, then you can click on my name, and then you can give me the ability. I think it gives me, yeah, so, more. And then, that, then you click on my name. There's like a little like three. Stop three dots video, and, make host, boom. Okay, cool. And okay, so now I kick you I off. Mean. No, just kidding. No. Uh, so, yeah, well, so now, so now when I go to share screen, let me go. Let me go find this real quick for you guys. And what we're showing here is it's the secondary market corporate credit facility because the Fed isn't allowed to buy bonds. So what they did is they created a facility. And so their facility is buying bonds and they haven't updated it since June 25th uh, of this, obviously of this summer. But then this is something that we went over uh, when we we're up in New Hampshire. But here are the top 10 companies set to benefit from the Fed's recent debt purchases. And maybe I, let's go through and I'll list them off from one through 10. So starting with number one, Volkswagen, not even an American company. Uh, Dom, uh, okay, wait, wait, wait. Volkswagen is what? They're they're the Fed's buying Volkswagen what? Debt. Bonds. The yeah, debt. Debt. Uh, but then, so they, there's a tie between Toyota, also not an American company, and and Volkswagen, 
also not an American company. So the Federal Reserve, whoever they them those are, are owning a portion of a big and got stock or, or the debt, the bonds of Volkswagen and Toyota. Yeah, and it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't stop there. And then Dommler is number three, which didn't Dommler, and that's not even American either now because they got uh, I think bought by like Mercedes or something. I have yeah. no idea. Dommler Benz was uh, bought by Chrysler and then not the guy. I don't can't yeah. keep track anymore. And then AT and T. Okay, I guess you know consider that an American company. Then an Apple number five. And then if we also take a look at oh you know Apple must really be hurting right now. I mean what are they what do they have no cash on hand? Oh no, they have a hundred ninety three effing billion dollars on hand as of july 30th and so what the hell are we doing we got the richest like a company that's worth about two trillion dollars almost 200 billion dollars in cash on hand after they've already been doing a, an s load of stock buybacks and then we got the fed owning their bonds so then that way now the now apple can then start doing more share buybacks so on one of these screens over here uh buyback storm back here the company's announcing a return to stock purchases this was yesterday on zero hedge and let me uh, scroll down and kind of just doing this on the fly over here. But somewhere on the list, I, I think I saw Apple. Yeah, here we go. Apple, we've returned $21 billion to shareholders during the June quarter, including $3.7 billion in dividends and equivalents and $10 billion through open market repurchases of 31.3 million Apple shares. We also began a $6 billion accelerated share repurchase program in May, resulting in the, the initial delivery and retirement of 15.2 million shares. So the Fed is doing this, then that way uh, the richest, one of the richest companies in the world and the richest people in the world that own this company can get even richer while it's just, it's just, it's just insane because if you even go off the narrative for what's supposedly you know, trying to quote unquote help, what help is this giving the average person that, you know, okay, maybe the top 10% of Americans own enough Apple stock to even make a difference, if that. And uh, it's, it's So it's for what illegal. purpose? What, why? Because they can. I mean, I I, yeah, but I mean, they can because because why? I, I because it's all because it's all a confidence game, and what they're doing is they're really conflating the stock market with the economy, which are two separate things. But if they can talk about how great the stock market is doing, then they can talk about how great the economy is doing. Okay, so this whole thing is to keep the stocks up and the you know their numbers and you know in uh, coming out of New York of just kind of there's some number up there they're trying to manipulate. Oh, absolutely, because the most important number for Trump really is uh, the stock market because he's married himself to the stock market, something you and I talked about right from the get-go. And uh, you know, if, if the stock market is down uh, you know, a month or two before the election, the odds of you winning uh, you know, as the incumbent party would only be 14%. So one of the greatest indicators is stock market performance. So based on nothing else, uh, I might need to say that you know, it might even lean more... Yeah, so it might lean towards Trump right now, potentially winning again. But you know, I wouldn't put it past them to have some you know big ass October surprise. I mean, anyone that thinks that you know they're just going to let him you know cakewalk into here, and some of these bond purchase programs, I believe they run out like the week before the election. So, uh, so really, what they need to do is they need to have the hell seventy percent of, of voting's done by then. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the stock market. Uh, so a lot of what was going on wasn't really so much about saving the stock market as it was about saving the bond market because when you see bond it was bond yields that were going up that then sort of crashed the stock market uh you know if you go back to like late 2018 when the fed you know tried to bullshit everybody into saying that they could sell 50 billion dollars worth of bonds a month and that lasted only you know one or two months 
And then, uh, you know, it went from we can sell $50 billion a month to, oh, now we need to, you know, have a trillion dollar repo operation every day. Uh, and then now we don't need to do repo because we don't even need to have things in reserve. So we're, we're in crazy town right now. There's no way they can ever escape this. There's no, no way out of here. Uh, you know, as Peter Schiff would say, it was a Hotel California uh, monetary policy. You know, you can stay, but you can never leave. And so you can never have the Fed's balance sheet shrink. So there's one thing I asked uh, McAfee on this. I go, is it revolution or collapse or both? I mean, what are you, what are you looking at? Uh, I mean, I think unfortunately some people are going to be revolting for the wrong thing. Uh, but, you know, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be a little bit of both. And so, I mean, there's a reason why, you know, we're taking a look at living in places in Northern Arizona or, or Mexico or trying to get, cause I think it's going to be bad, but there's also going to be lots of opportunity in this. Uh, you know, a lot of your listeners that have, you know, precious metals and, and crypto, I mean, they're probably going to do pretty well. Uh, yeah, but you got to be able to eat. This. You know, this is one yeah. thing. They go, you can't eat silver. Damn skippy, you can't. But it can buy some stuff and it retain yeah. the value. But the big thing is you need to stock up a food first. Which I, which actually is crazy. This is a crazy story. So I uh, I had this drink that I, that I, that I used when I was... Hey, we're going crafting. in the break. Oh, we're on the edge of our seat. Crazy story. You know, what What are we going to do to remind ourselves of the crazy story of what? Of, uh, yeah, you know what? How about, is it, is it, is it, we'll, how about we do it in break? Can we do it in break? Yeah, we can do it in the break. All right. Crazy story of food. Got crazy story. If you're if you're on the stream, you go to dreamsphoenix.com and the stream's there and then declare your independence. We'll be right back. Bitcoin.com. All right. Crazy story. Go. Oh, I forgot that I was following up John McAfee. So, and, uh, and this is like uh, pussy stuff compared to anything John McAfee. <laughs> nothing, nothing, that, nothing that crazy. But I, I, I use this drink called Spiz. Yeah, terrible name. But anyways, it's... Spiz? Uh, yeah, S-P-I-Z. And it's a <laughs> one... It's a one... Yeah, terrible name. But anyways, the guy who makes it, it's very not very well-known... Uh, like and it's in the cycling community, so guys that like would bike across America. There's a race called Race Across America that this guy formulated it for that as like a one-stop shop. But I also got to thinking, I'm like, man, this would be like perfect survival food because it was already what I was. I would already have it every day for breakfast, anyways, or you know when I'm uh, busy during lunch or something. I actually, got some of it right here. I don't get paid to. I don't get paid well, to promote what, it. What is it? I mean, it's a. It's like a chocolate. It's like a chocolatey meal replacement drink that has you know it's like 800 percent of your daily vitamin C. It's got a little bit of protein in it. It's got 500 yeah. calories. It's super uh, caloric dense. So in a so in terms of like having a survival food supply, you just need to have, well, I guess you have a survival water supply too. Uh, but then once you, but yeah, I just thought it'd be a great survival food, you know? And so anyways, I put in a big order and the guy who, uh, who runs it was like, Oh, Hey, he's like, Hey, I recognize you. He's like, you're tippet from, uh, the videos you do with Luke Radowski. And so we are changed. So, and then he ended up then telling me how he was uh, very disappointed in Luke and how, uh, basically he's lost all respect for him of, what he thinks of now but anyways that's an aside but it was funny because i've been like having these drinks for like five years and then it turns out that the guys like watched like a bunch of my videos and uh give you a discount well i there was already a discount because i because what usually like once a month or once every other month there's a discount code and so i put that in and uh i'd already bought some before and then i was kind of rotating through my supplies and uh you know if i end up buying some more but you know i, I already drink it anyways I already and so i'm like might as well you know stock up on it because you know i don't want to uh you know and I, I take your strategy i'm not necessarily trying to uh you know out not beat these guys i'm just trying to outlast them and uh you know 
having a drink. Yeah, it's inevitable what's coming, and I don't, I don't know how it's going to play out. And it's just, it's, it's the emotion that I get is sadness. There's so many people that are going to be caught unaware by this, and not necessarily due to their fault. They've just been taken advantage of. And I, I don't know. There's some manifestations of resistance, you know, like. And, and I know how to classify the Trump thing. I, you know, I'm just, it, I, 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 it's not that I don't care. I just, you know, I, I care about other things more important. I just don't care enough to care. <laughs> you know, we got to get to this mandated vaccine thing is, is it's coming to a head. You know, Don and I are leaving uh, this afternoon uh, to get up the derricks to start mass production, the sign material should be there today or tomorrow, and uh, so we're gonna. Uh, I'll see what kind of shows. We probably won't be doing live video stream. We're doing the audio, but um, we got it. We got to get on the road, and we're doing uh, Vermont this Sunday, and then uh, we go to Upper Michigan for a camping thing, and then um, uh, come back here, get the bus, and then go because we're gonna borrow Taryn Lupo's thing it looks like and rent that but it's um there's yeah I got the bus all done on the road my steering's ground go this is a boom some in blower blah 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 went in oil and it was like a smoke screen from a hell it was amazing it was it was comical you know but uh that's what Jay's working on now getting a plate we can get it done but damn it man I'm so wow but everything's getting fixed all right, here we go. Twitch.lrn.fm. That's twitch.lrn.fm. And now, live from the studios of Freedoms Phoenix, Ernest Hancock. And Tim Pachote, long time, long time, long time friend. You know, we have uh, the LibertyAdvisor.com. The LibertyAdvisor.com. Okay. Um, the crazy story was, you know, for the live audience, he's telling us it was there's a food product that he does, a supplement drink kind of. He figured this would be a good, you know, survival thing. He gets a bunch of it, and the owner of the company, I know you, <laughs> you and Luke, you know, did stuff. You know, I talked to Luke. You know, Luke's right back here. You know, he's like I don't know, thirty yards from me over here, and uh, and we've had this conversation. I'm like, man, I don't know, man. A lot of people this uh, down the the fear path that you've gone and the coronavirus and this and side of that you know a lot of people aren't digging it and he's going nope you got to play practical and play the game as something i i i'm i you know i don't want to argue with him it's just that you know he's uh, how the algorithm he's mr algo you know the uh the, the click guy or something i i don't know hey, but how are you gonna argue with a guy that's uh you know been out of his mom's basement for one month now at 34 years old so you know he, he knows everything in life so well you know the one thing is is he's manning up man you know he's got all the you know firearm training and stuff and uh you know learning how to weld and use a hand tools and a drill and all that it's it, it, it's starting to see it peel away from a little bit he's getting a little bit more confident and being out in the world and uh here on the farm and helping with different stuff it's it's having an impact which is the point a couple a few years ago was jay noon his whole thing at um uh pork fast he had a big tent there and it was called man camp and it was just people were bringing their teenagers and people coming over and their girlfriends to learn how to forge a knife 
I mean, it's just you got man camp, you know. And it was speaking awesome. Of camp, speaking of man camp, I saw one of the funniest videos. I need, I need to go figure out where I where I found this. But there was a video where somebody, it was like the background music's like I'm a real man, and there was like a video of Nick Starwalk like trying to cut down a tree, and it was a tree that like was like a diameter of like an inch, and he's taking an action to like go trying to go to town on it and he can't like chop down the tree but it's like the, the background music to it was just absolutely hilarious uh and it was on it was on it someone's like yeah you know watch out george washington with your cherry tree. <laughs> yeah, we need i need i need to go find you're gonna you're gonna die laughing. All, right, all right all right send it to me you know the one thing is um the libertarian party and their nomination and the joe jurgen did it just kind of eh, dropped off yeah, you were a delegate. Next. Yeah, yeah, I know. You and I were on the you know, for Bumper or Jacob Horn, Hornberger, and I'm going, you know, I haven't talked to him yet. I think uh, tonight there's a thing, the discussion group. I think it, it, today's Wednesday, right? I think tonight, yep. yeah. I think uh, tonight there's a Zoom thing with Jacob talking about the JFK thing, you know, uh, assassination. Yeah, that might be. Yeah, Donna, give me a reminder to, you know, maybe we can watch a uh, Jacob Zoom thing. But it's. Um, uh, I, I, I still want to talk to him. I don't know if I should wait till after the election and all this stuff because I just don't care. But his experience in dealing with the Libertarian Party and doing that was neon flashing, and we told him so. I'm going, look, man, yeah. this is, they're just as much part of the machine as anything else. And Nick was a pretty good example of that. So I don't know how much you want to talk about our experience with the Libertarian Party. We went to the state convention, became delegates. We Then they pushed out and wouldn't do it in person. They did it online. Crap. It was amazing they made it work as well as it did. But it was just so... I need leadership. I need leadership. Somebody, you know, has some titanium testicles and do it. And uh, and what do we got? Trump? Is that it? You know, is there somebody else out there giving him what for? You know, what do you think? Uh, someone else giving Trump what for? No, the whole party? thing. You know, said some freedom-oriented, you know, John McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> Come out and explain it to everybody. You know, where are you getting your hope from? I'm not getting my hope from anybody that's trying to uh, change anything. But, you know, certainly not any politicians. But, you know, getting hope from the fact that now we've got, you know, more people, you know, homeschooling more than ever now. And that becoming a thing. More people realizing that this whole system's BS. I mean, everyone I've talked to is about, you know, either like trying to look at like homesteading or RVs or fifth wheels or going out or having backup plans looking at storing food and it's like but it's like even people who normally wouldn't be of that persuasion or even now talking to me about that sort of stuff so you know i get a lot of hope from that i mean that's uh you know definitely better than not having any of that stuff going on so. well what about your your family extended family your family you know they're all of a sudden tim's not so crazy anymore or what yeah, I mean, I'm sure they would like me to tone down some of the police rhetoric, and uh, you know, they don't. I'm, I'm, they're certainly not endorsing everything I say, and you know, it can be uh, offensive. But yeah, I feel like I'm not as crazy anymore. And you know, some of them were happy when I like uh, basically was you know pushing them really hard about a month and a half ago to buy silver, and some of them did. So, uh, so they might be a little bit more happy then. But you know, but yeah, you know, you're you're never the prophet in your own village, and you know, everyone you know remembers you when you're two years old, and so. You know, it's hard to be right. But, yeah, a lot of this. But now I don't even try to couch anything. It's just like, you know, we're at the end end game of this right now. Uh, so you either get it or you don't get it. And uh, just one of the big things is, unfortunately, my grandparents are still, like, onto the flu shot. And, like, luckily, like, everyone else in my family has, like, said no to that. 
but except for my brother. Uh, and so I'm like, all right, who are you going to listen to? The guy that, you know, my brother who's like 50 pounds overweight and is basically flunking out of school his entire career and was known as like the idiot of the family or like me who, you know, was, you know, Iron Man, like all this health stuff. And like, you guys are listening to him, like the guy that's, you know, 250 pounds and like that that's like the person you're getting your health advice from. So it's just unfortunate because that's a biggie. And I see... You know, it, even when I was talking with Dr. Judy in that one interview we did, is you know she had mentioned how in Italy they were giving super uh, dose flu virus flu vaccines, and then now oh what a big surprise that you know the first major outbreak was in Italy. Uh, but yeah, it's just uh, yeah, it's just very unfortunate that they don't you know agree with me on that because that's you know a biggie and they're you know like 80 years old. So oh, and they had to go underneath contact tracing, uh, and they recently got out of it because one of their friends. Uh, like family got coronavirus and then they told the contact tracers that they were in contact with my grandparents. And then my grandparents had to be called like a couple times a day and then have temperature checks and not go outside and not, they said like not even to leave the house to go for a walk type BS going on in upstate New York. Uh, and now they luckily knock on wood, they didn't get anything and they're fine. And it's been like, I don't know, that was about a month ago. So, but yeah, no, they were underneath the contact tracing Gestapo having to uh, what they think of that we're just doing our duty or what yeah i mean that's sort of what they sort of you know the mindset of you know 80 year olds and what they what they think of of you know we just gotta keep somebody's calling me yay entertainment yeah and then i had given my grandma a box of n95 mask and then i asked her if she was wearing them she's like no she's like i'm wearing my like bandana that i made i'm like well if you're gonna wear it she's like well i got upset because the box you sent me said that uh, wearing the mask could could lead to death. Uh, as she says, yeah. in the 95 box. Like, that's the point. Yeah, of course, they want to kill you. So that's what. But, you know, the whole thing is just a big joke. The whole thing is just a ruse. And, uh, you know, I think it was also that way the Fed could come in, buy up all these bonds, say, oh, everything was going great if it hadn't been for this coronavirus. But and, buying uh, up the bonds, the debt is like just giving them cash or do they own anything? Or it's just a promise I mean, they're going to pay it back? I mean, imagine if you own a million dollars and you've got, you know, or you owe a million dollars and you got to pay 10% interest and then you're paying $100,000 a year in interest. And then, then imagine the Fed comes in and buys it and says, okay, you're going to pay uh, 1% in, in interest and now you only need to pay uh, $10,000 a year. So, you know, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. The Federal Reserve buys the bonds, the debt of a company like Apple, and they can change the conditions, the interest rate? Well, then that creates demand, and then so as you create more more demand, then the then the uh, then the price would naturally increase, and as the price increases, then the yield, all things down. considered, okay. would decrease. So, but yeah, but it, it distorts the market, and this is all really about saving the bond because you can only save the there's the stock market, the bond market, and the dollar. You can't save all three. I've been harping on this for years, and so they've chosen the easy button, which was saving the stock market and the bond market. Now you save in air quotes because it depends who you're saving it for, whether the creditors or the debtors. Uh, but you know, eventually they're going to kill the dollar, and so that's why people need to be thinking real hard. That's, you know, it's time to think is over. You need to start acting. You need to start looking into precious metals and, and you know, and crypto and ammo and getting. You know, we had donations for uh, investment in the uh, the bus. You know, some people that were supportive of, you know, uh, several people been helping. And we immediately took and put that into silver because I just didn't want it sitting there. I knew it was just going to be devalued if we needed it. So now uh, the silver has gone up enough 
that we need you know a major repair on the engine i'm going hell just the money we made in the silver is going to cover that yay nana 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 <laughs> so yeah, it pr- pretty pretty soon just the spot premiums <laughs> over it will cover it no the rate uh, right the rate no you're not so the spot don't mean squat you know it's 27 28 dollars you can't buy it for less than 33 35 38 i mean it's ridiculous you know it's i'm yep are we there yet yep we're there and i, I just i just i just sent to your signal i just sent a uh that video it's like a 30 second video of nick starwalk trying to cut down a tree and it's got this like hilarious background music to it so, right, anyone right, it, so right. maybe you got a man so maybe you got a man camp uh another prospect over there for day <laughs> if he could turn if he could turn around luke and and nick starwalk that'd be that'd be uh you know, all right, where's my Jesus. Donna? Give so, me my this phone, is so, please. <laughs> this is this is so great. <laughs> is it over here? I think it's uh, by the bed. But the um, you know, it was I, the it was the Mises Caucus guys that that uh, that for, that posted it. Oh, no, there's so did. much, and there's so much stuff about all oh, the Mises guys are all racist, and that's like every day I'm seeing stuff that's trotted out how these guys are just nothing but alt writers and all sorts of uh, all sorts of stuff. Yeah, I'm. I it is. Everything is just so weird, you know. Oh, you know what? I you know what? I could probably actually get this up on my on the. Uh, I could probably share it, but you know what? I'm gonna you know for the guys listening to me on YouTube, I appreciate it, and Flo and everyone else, I appreciate. It. I'm gonna cut this now, and uh, do a little bit probably time to overdrive with Ernie. But uh, thank you guys for watching. Peace out. Okay. Yeah, I got a new phone <laughs> now. I gotta redo my signal thing. God, man. Yeah, I still got to do a couple. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, here, here, you know, I can share, I can share the screen with you, and uh, I just got up my computer. Oh, okay, go ahead, wait a minute. Uh, you enjoy that, please take a moment, and no thanks. Use it right. default, no. Welcome. All right, all right here, here we go. We can watch. Can you can you see this now? Yeah, go. Yeah, I wouldn't be wearing flip flops. Oh. Now you're mortal. <laughs> uh, that was a, I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know. Well, you I, got an like, anti-Sarwark thing because he dissed you and you're just uh, all Well, it looked ass. like it came from his actual, from his, uh, like he must have posted from his like Twitter of him doing that or something. And then somebody then dubbed the music. I didn't do it. I mean, I. I, I would have gladly taken credit for that, if I did that. <laughs> but no, I, I was not the the brain the the genius behind that one. But no, but for those of you who are listening, it's like you just you just yeah, the video is just absolutely hilarious. Unless you like Nick Starwalk, then then you probably won't like it. Okay, but. I'm. I guess I got my Twitter thing going again on this. Whatever. And I will say the worst job in the world to probably have would be the uh, chairman of the Libertarian Party. So I mean, after watching. After sitting through all those debates and or you know all those days of convention, uh, that would be the last thing in the world I'd want to do. So I do have respect 
for him for putting up with all that stuff, even though he was an infiltrator, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of evidence yeah. of some weird crap going on. Now this is uh, I'm you know it it's it's the reason there's no fear. I you know I just don't because I understand what's going on or a lot of it. You know certainly from a macro level and what we have to go through. You know, we have to go through this. And it's going to be – I remember saying a lot of times, I go, can't we hurry up and just get to a police state so we can leave? And yeah. then a lot of people, they go, yeah, Ernie, you don't want to do that. You get to the – it's going to be bad. I'm like, yeah, I'm not digging it. You know, it's going to be bad. But there's enough information, documentary and stuff, and the fact I am so grateful for the technology and Derek making use of it to where we have the IPFS option that we can put like that uh, pandemic movie last night in Dr. Nation. Um, we put it up right away. Thomas and, and uh, Mike got that uh, guys on telegram. They got it, put it up. Donna shared it, put it uh, done. Nan and nan and nan and nan. And it can't be censored now. And just from little old us of doing that. And this technique, this technology is really what we're promoting. You know, it's not going to be, you know, Freedom's Phoenix has to do everything. I mean, seriously, I want to start seeing hashes from other people of them using this technology. But we, you know, there's some of these big, this is the blowback that the they, them, those have created. When we set the example that this kind of data can be made available forever and always and they can suck it, now what? You know, I, I, I don't know. You know, it's going to seed everything. Now, of course, they'll go on, you know, and it's easier and faster to load than bit shoot and all this other stuff. It's just being a pain in the ass. You know, D2, bit shoot, float, all these things are just such a pain. You know, float, have they uh, done worked on that, that it uploads yet, Donna? Okay, so we're working on it now. You know, uh, Kingsley and Aaron, they've been working on the streaming of the show will automatically be loaded on to float, and then we get the embed from it. And this is a feature that YouTube has, is, has and I'm going, look, you need this. It's a content provider's. Why am I having to waste my freaking life loading this up when you had the stream anyway? So they're they're working on that. Say they're close. supposed to be done by now. So we'll, well, I, we'll see. Uh, I'll kick him in the nuts for you because he's supposed to be here later today with Josh. So uh, I know I know that people brought Josh brought that up to him a couple days ago, and uh, he's that's like one of his his top priority is getting that. Well, it wasn't even a priority until we I'm being a pain in the ass about it. You know, I'm going. Yeah. Look, man, I, this is, it's, I know you want all the people to go and engage, but you need the content. Content providers being able to live stream and it just go up. You do that? Crap, Negro, that's all you had to say. They're going to flood over to float, and we're going to pimp the crap out of it. So hopefully they'll get that. But then you got to wonder behind it because, you know, Kingsley's not a tech guy. You know, he's a business guy. He's got tech guys doing it, you know. You get the tech guy, find out the tech guys, and uh, you know, I got to call Derek and have him beat him up or something, you know. My IT beat up their IT guy, you know. So it's because uh, this kind of stuff can be done. It's just you got to know what you're doing and do it. Yeah, no, I agree. And uh, yeah, I've been I've been a little bit happier with uh, library, but now I'm but I'm trying to find actually my own. Oh, loading up the library. It's all the same about loading. You know, it's a pain. How long does it take to load the library? 
Well, what I do is, so I just went live on YouTube, and then then it takes YouTube's stream and then automatically puts it on. Yeah, what if I don't? If YouTube don't like me, uh, then uh, then you're screwed. Yeah, so. right. You know, I got. I don't even know. Do we even have a feed on YouTube anymore? Does it go? I don't, I don't even know. think so. I don't even know. I think I. I think I. One too many. Uh, one too on. many rejoiners probably. Well, they cut it, but I don't know if it was I on suspension or permanent. We don't like you or what? Yeah, I, whatever. I didn't. I was shocked that they let me do it as long as I did when we started back up. You know? Yeah. Because it went exactly. a good five weeks or something. I'm like, God, man, I they don't hate me anymore. What, what do I got to do here? <laughs> and then boom, and I go, okay, that's what it was. Yeah, you know, it was during all this pandemic crap and everything. The um. All right, so what do you think is the, before I let you go, give me the the next uh, uh, round of whatever's got to happen. The stock, bonds, one of them's got to go, or dollar? Man, at this at this point, I don't even know. So, I mean, we're getting back into our protected growth portfolio now where we've got, uh, you know, downside protection and upside protection because, you know, we're sort of at that stage of the game where you could see, I'm not saying it's going to be imminent, but, you know, uh, melt up in the stock market like a real melt up, not just getting back up to the all time highs where we're at right now. But, uh, you know, as dollar loses value and people see, you know, uh, holding on to they don't want to keep their money in cash to lose it. So in the late stages of these games, you see hyperinflationary moves in stock markets. And uh, but, you know, hopefully it just keeps up, you know, with the cost of bread. Uh, you know, that's, you know, where, where things are headed. Uh and you know the fact that you got you know even Warren Buffett out there now talking about you know gold, I think it really is just you know gives you everything you need to know about uh, you know where we're at. Okay, the, so uh, the stock market, you think it's going to shoot up? See, I'm not. I don't feel comfortable. It's almost like buying paper stock gold mine something kind of ETF crap. I you know I, if you know this is going to happen, you're better off in precious metals. But then you got to like you know lug it around you know and then. Uh, uh, and, and this happened during the TARP days back in 09 or even before, I think. They were, it was J.P. Morgan, I think it was. There was somebody that was holding gold for someone that I know. And they were holding the gold and uh, said, oh, yeah, well, we you pay them to store it for you. So mm-hmm. then there was a story and I go, look at this. A guy said, okay, I want my gold. And they go, well, uh, I was here a minute ago. We got to go get whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. You don't actually physically have it. I can go get it. Then what the hell am I paying you for? You know? So there was yeah. like a, you know, a suit and fraud and all this kind of stuff that you're paying for the storage of gold that they didn't even have. You know, they were holding it on whatever the hell they were doing. So I'm just going, yeah, I don't trust them. I, I'm, I want, you know, my bunker of I McDuck it and roll around it and stuff. You know, so what are you what are you doing when you're saying people buy in precious metals? What are you talking about? Well, I mean, whatever they're really comfortable with, and we're, we're it also depends on whether or not we're talking about their you know retirement accounts or if we're talking about you know individually. And the best thing I just think it's better just to have it individually, and they don't the man doesn't know that you have it would be the, the better way to do it. But if it's inside a retirement account, then it really then depends on what level of sophistication they have, and and, and there's trade offs in terms of you know storage fees and things like that and then there's some people who just won't go out and buy it on their own and they're you know not really sold in any of this and then for them you know you might have to get into something like the etf uh but you know it's better than nothing and better than you know it's just 
I, it's going you know, to, in my up. opinion, I want to be on record to libertyadvisor.com. This is my, this is my advice to libertyadvisor.com. I'm going to advise the advisor. Okay, you ready? When it matters, it ain't yours no more if you don't have it. They want it, it's and we push the button, and it's gone. I, 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 if I'm not sitting there holding it, it is vulnerable as hell when it matters the most, in my opinion. I'm, I've got that little table thing, and you got to convince me I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've, I've, I've basically been telling people the same thing. So, I mean, I don't think uh, for any disagreement. It's just, you know, like if you're talking about an, you know, an 80-year-old grandfather who's never bought gold in his life and isn't going to go down and go get it or go order it from Roberts and Roberts or isn't going to do any of that and just says, go do it for me. And, and you have to stay within the realm of, you know, an online brokerage account. Uh then yeah, I mean they're up, you know. I mean people that did that, you know, two months ago are you know sitting pretty, but they wouldn't have done it otherwise. So for someone that wouldn't do it otherwise, it's. Uh, but yeah, I think having it in your own physical possession is better. But you know you can't, you know you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. So not every single person out there is a you know Freedom's Phoenix listener and uh, you know no, has our mindset. I'm hip. I, I tell you that's one thing when we do Freedom's Phoenix. It's a it's a wide radar screen. You know, there's a, a, all kinds of crazy stuff up there that, you know, tinfoil hat with Sam Tripoli, save our children with the Scotty kid. I mean, he's got, what's he got to say? Thank yep. you so much. Tune in another episode of, and we'll put, you know, what he has up there. Vaccine fundamentalism, war metaphors in the COVID-19 response. Uh, uh, legal team led by Robert F. Kennedy sues Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg. Okay, what's that about? Nigerian entrepreneur invents giant solar-powered refrigerators that cut spoilage for food, you know, retention. Yeah, crypto 2021 can make you millions. Don't waste this chance. Ivan on tech. I mean, what the hell does any one of those have to do with another one? It's just a radar screen, a daily snapshot, a couple of times a day. We have probably 50 to 70 headlines a day. Do I expect you to read all that? It's like a big newspaper. You want to read the whole damn news? I kick the shit out of newspapers. This is so much more stuff in a perspective <clears throat> to to understand what's coming coming from a wide radar screen that's sweeping. That's one of the benefits that I get from Donna, as I respect her perspective. You know, whether I agree with her or not, it's not even the point. It's just that my radar screen is a lot. You know, uh, oh, I'm gonna do this. There we go. Uh, is a lot wider. You know, just from us sharing and our perspective, you have different. And then I have a lot of friends, and you go. And then it's always check your six. You know what the hell they got you distracted? Something else is coming, and that's what I'm worried about right now. There's something that's coming. Something wicked this way comes, and I'm like, Tim, before you go, what is it? There's something coming. It's stalking me. I can feel it. What do you think's happening? Well, hopefully it's not John McAfee crapping down your neck. No, but not. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think what's coming is there's going to be a digital-backed uh, U.S. dollar coin that's backed by the Federal Reserve, which isn't backing anything, and then that's what they're going to use to give you a stimulus payment in the future, and then that, whether or not you get that payment in the future is going to be predicated on did you get your vaccine immunity passport? Uh, you know, are you... You know, were you sig heiling the, uh, you know, President Kamala Harris or Michael Obama, whoever they want to put up there? And then once they get you into that and they get enough people adopting that, then they can eventually get negative interest rates. They can socially engineer you to do different things that they want to do or also take your fucking money. I mean, I know we're not on online anymore, so we can, I can say that. Here, hold but, hold know, on a second. 
Can you can you hear me now? Me? Yeah. Yeah. See, it's not going through this mic. It's going through the the mic on the camera. So I, I don't sound that great. It's not a great. It has, no, it sounds sounds perfect right now. What about now? Uh very little difference. All right. All right. Well, we just I'm just checking on that. So, they're going to you know, take everybody's money. It's ours now, and you get you got to turn in your green money, get purple money, or something, or it's going to be a digital dollar deal, or it's. Uh, um, yeah. Well, I theor I theorize there might be some sort of thing where they might take it to like a Fed account now type thing, and then they might uh, hey, we'll give you two uh, percent interest if you do that, but you'll get negative one percent interest if you keep it in your bank, and then they'll do, do some sort of incentivization to get everybody over there, or hey, you know, we'll. Uh, give you uh, you know, 2% discount on your taxes or some shit like that. And then they'll find some sort of excuse to get you over. And the excuse would probably be free money. Here, if you want $1,200, you got to go sign the, up to this, connect it to your bank account, connect it to your uh, you know, social security number, and then boom, you get your $1,200. Now you're on their grid. And if you want to get the next round of $1,200, your ass better have the vaccine, uh, you know, passport or some sort of proof. They have this, or else you're not getting your money, and that's where it's eventually going. And yeah, eventually, it's not too far down the road. Social score crap. Yeah. You know? it's so, and you're obvious. It's so uh, freaking obvious. And how would how could you not know on this? Because this is exactly. I mean, they they're telling you what they're doing. The first twelve hundred dollar payment was supposed to be in a Federal Reserve, uh, like digital dollar to begin with, and this was. And then now you got MIT coming out and saying they're partnering with the Fed. To looking at this, and China's coming out. Yeah, and I'm sure you Bitcoin uh, development went under MIT. It went back to MIT. Last I remember, last I looked, it's a MIT thing, and you know uh, the government. You know, so I, I, it's they, them, those stuff. But fortunately, there are some cryptos that I think are outside of that. But then we got uh, quantum computing. You know, so I, it's it's. We're I'm I'm in the freaking word. How how much? Uh, I, what's the uh, gross vehicle weight can be on this bus. How much, how much silver can, <laughs> you know, and then of course gold would be a lot lighter. You know, you could get a lot of stuff. I don't have that much. I mean, it's not like, you know, I'm, but I have enough that should it go up, you know, I, I, you know, kind of dispersed out amongst, you know, children, grandkid kind of stuff. You know, I don't have to have it on the bus, but, um, when it's time, you know, Don and I may be able to buy some land of do whatever a year from now when we go back. That was the plan. That's why we did this. We need to cut our expenses, you know, get this damn bus fixed. And then, you know, I really like the bus. It's really working out well. I, I like it. It's, you know, we just got a little tweaking and we thought we didn't have to worry about the engine. That's why we bought this thing was for that engine. But then it had, you know, a, a internal whatever the hell. So Jay's working on getting it uh, done. But we got a, we got, we had deadlines we got starting this sunday you know we got we can't miss stuff we got people in activism and rocking and rolling and whatnot so we're doing that and uh, uh borrowing uh renting uh Taren lupo's bus well the one that colin had up there no was that it no 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 no, no it's the one that Taren lupo had up there yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's one that Taren's. <laughs> well it's here it's behind me you know donna goes well we can just rent Taren's. i go it's a good idea. Okay, it can pull the Jeep and everything. All right, all right, all right, all right. It's got a big-ass diesel in it. So, and it's pretty nice. And um, But Luke got a fifth wheel, and he got a four-door Ram. You know, like my son's pickups, the black ones, you know, Corsair and Forest. They both have the same thing, 
Luke got the same one, but it was from up in Maine. Some family that had a bunch of them, and their teenage son pimped this thing out. It was it was freaking lifted and all pimped, and he might have to undo some of the stuff. But man, it is nice. He's all trucked up now, so he's got that pulling this fifth wheel. So that might be the way for you to go. You need to get yourself a driveway, you know. Or well, I mean, I was the one. I mean, I was the one that told him I was looking into doing the fifth wheel and and Dodge Ram and all the other stuff, and then that the best person to stay with during all this would be Jay Noon. So that. That guy's just copying all the shit that I was telling him to do now, but he's went out and did it. Now he's staying with Jay. Yeah, but he did it. So, but he did it. Well, I mean, I was already living, but you know, I also have kids, and you know, I'm not going to be moving out to New Hampshire. Well, Anastasia's sister ever, Anya is here, and uh, she'll be and going. Anastasia and Anastasia's making her way there too right now too. So. Oh, really? Well, she's yeah. going to. Uh, I think she's going back to Russia about Labor Day or something. She's got stuff she's got to do, and you know, I don't know how what their plans are together, but. Um, uh, you know, Luke is, uh, you know, he's doing the life. He wants to go with us to Michigan. You know, he wants to hit the road with us and go, you know, because why not? I mean, you know, what else is he going to do? So uh, Luke will probably, you know, but Luke, he didn't like coming on the show. You know, he's not, he's not one. He doesn't get up that early. But the other thing is, is that he's not sprinting to come on the show. You know, it's like, so Luke, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, because I give him crap all the time, but uh, he, he's nice. he's getting manned up. You know, he, he's getting more confidence and stuff. But this is—it's going to be a food thing. You know, Jay's got it going on. A lot of people giving him crap, and now he's doing what? But he's got pigs and cows, and they're working. You know, the people will not be a starving up here. So it's. Uh, um, but I think that's what's going to come down to. You know, do you know a lot of the people you're talking to? Are they fooding up? Uh, I mean, if they want to be as part of whatever deal we have, they better be food up. But I mean, I think we need to start looking into. I have talked with some people that are trying to, you know, look at, uh, you know, some local farmers and people that have, you know, organically grown yeah. grass-fed meat and stuff like that. Yeah, we uh, had Tonopah Rob, the guy that you know had the organic farm and everything. We've been pushing this along. It's farmmatch.com. Do that right now. Uh, I am doing it right now. You didn't have to tell me that. Yeah, go farmmatch.com. We it's been a long time like, since we talked to these guys. And what they I spelled, I, spe I spelled it wrong, and I got a uh, farmersdatingsite.com is the first thing that pops up. Actually, no, I spelled it right, and. Uh, uh, well, I, but I Googled it, and it, or DuckDuckGo'd it, and it, yeah. it, was, it was a farmer's dating website that pops up. <laughs> Farm match. There we go. Trust yeah, you just put in, you put in your zip code, and it has all the farms that are near you. That you put in what you want and what they have. And they, oh, cool. Oh, they got home delivery and all kinds of crap. Yeah, yeah I see this. It was a kid. Um, if you go on Farm Match in uh topics on declare your independence on the archive page there and i can't remember the kid's name but he had crohn's disease in high school and it was just it devastated his high school years and he finally wanted to cure himself so he needed to have organic foods then he spent hours a week just going and getting it and rounding up so he created the web page to where people have their backyard garden or whatever you know this is what i have this is what i need so cancer patients and anybody doing gerson or organic farming or whatever it matched them up you know and we got uh, Tonopah Rob out there to uh, get involved in this and uh, so that's one you know like Harvest Host when we're doing the RV overnight thing uh, farm match we can find food you know we're going around I need organic food farmmatch.com boom you know where, where, where you at we're, we're pulling in the bus man give me you know some produce and so this is 
you know, there are solutions out there. That was primarily for health, but I know it's going to be. This is one thing. Um, uh, um, uh, God. Billionaire biker, Rogers. Um, uh, Jim Rogers. Jim Rogers. Jim Rogers would come on uh, the show every week on a Wednesday when I was producing for Charles, and I'm calling him all over the place. And I remember him saying, he goes, the guys driving the Ferraris, well, now Teslas or whatever, you know, are going yeah. to be the farmers. He's going, this is, you know, the farming and the food, food of farming food. That is the guys that's going to be making bank. Well, of course, they got to try and put them out of business and, you know, take over and consolidate in the corporate or whatever the hell because you're not, competition's a sin or something. So this is, it's going to be a food thing. I'm telling you, man, food, 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 food. And the only reason I say precious metals is because you can only buy so much food. I mean, you know, it, it's uh, you know, you get your supplies and food, and you know, and you get your fifth wheel and tent, you know, and then you need to put it somewhere, do something with it. But I'm, I mean, but temperature. This is the one thing the Liberty Advisor, you know, dot com. He's been great about taking the sacrifice and biting the bullet to be able to serve clients that need this transition from their retirement, their 401ks, their uh, uh, pensions and whatever into something that is going to take advantage of what's coming. So Tim is great about that. My thing is, is that I'm going, yeah, I'm I'm I don't want any paperwork. I just I don't even want to know of nothing of them. Bite it. I just want like right now we get, you know, uh. Uh, donations and contributions and stipends and whatever that come into our account. And then I'm going, and it built up, it, it gets over a certain amount. I'm scared. I go, go get it out. You know, leave in a few thousand of being doing Amazon or something. But I go, go get that money out. And then what do I do with it? You know, I got I got to buy precious metals or more food or stock by something, you know, work on bus. But I just, leaving money in the bank is just, I don't know. Is stupid the word or inconvenient or I mean what what's the word for just leaving cash in the bank? Uh, going broke safely. Going broke safely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and for me screaming this, everybody. Oh, Ernie, you've been saying silver forever. You've been saying silver forever. You've been saying so. Okay, I guess it wasn't forever. That's now. And this is just the beginning. What are we looking at in precious metals? You think it's going to shoot up again? I mean, it's still a relatively small market cap, so, I mean, it could be manipulated, so I don't want to say it's going to be the final end-all, be-all, but, you know, I'm a young guy, and a lot of our clients are younger, and, I mean, even if you, even with older clients, I mean, a lot of them might have enough money where the money's for the kids and grandkids, and so if, the, if you're, so you got to look at um, things on a 20, 30-year time horizon, and on a 20, 30-year time horizon, I'd much rather have gold and silver and, you know, Bitcoin than I'd rather have, uh, than keep it in cash. But there could be, you know, right now there, you know, there could be some tactical reasons to keep things in cash to go from, you know, bouncing, you know, if you are in the stock market to go from cash back to the stock market, like when went during another crash. But uh, hold, but having a game plan of staying in cash for, you know, years uh, is a, you know, bad game plan, which is probably why Warren Buffett decided that he'd rather put some money into gold than put uh, half a million dollars into cash. I don't know. Good enough for Uncle Warren now. You know, so, one you know. thing that I want to, I've been thinking of doing, and I get time. God, man, I just need time. You got to get, you know, uh, stabilized here. And um, I'd like to write an open letter to Patrick Byrne, you know, waiting on Patrick or something. Because I know when when he comes back, that'll be the swing up. When, it, when he believes that, all right, 
here we go. Now, yeah, I bought all this crypto and gold and silver and waiting until an end. You know, here we go. It's, uh, you know, Freedom's Phoenix from the ashes of Lady Liberty's torch thing. When the phoenix starts to rise, I think that's when we're going to see Patrick. And hopefully his health is holding up and he's okay and just chilling and getting well and enjoying himself on the beach and skin diving or something, you know. And um, so I, I think about him a lot more than I think he'd realize and uh, I go to his site, Deep Capture, almost every day. I just to check. Whenever he writes something, boom, I put it up. And it's been months. You know, he's he's just he's just chilling. He's waiting for. And uh, a lot of development in the crypto space and IT and different things. He's he sees this for what it is and knows what has to happen. And when it does, and he told. Um, overstock employees, he said, look, there's going to be a capital uh, cash crunch and you guys are going to, don't worry about it. I'm going to, don't worry about it. You know, we'll be, I'm going to, don't worry about it. I will be friendly capital available uh, and then he'll have a gazillion dollars. Because what has happened, it's gone up, um, God, 15, 20, 30% just since the time he did that. You know, and, and you know, so I'm, that's when you talking gazillions of dollars. That's the gazillion more dollars. So I'm like, okay. All right. Anything else where you go? No. Yeah. No. I've always respected Patrick. I think that show that you did with him and Colin was uh, probably one of your best shows uh, you ever did. Like from back to back. So I mean, I think it was uh, like July. It's weird. It was, it was like July 16th, 2018 or 17. Yeah. And, no, that uh, was like was a awesome nine. Show. It was like 18 hours 17. edited down to nine and a half. And Colin yeah, explained. So it, yeah, we're from Colin to Patrick back to Colin, and, and then at some point you let Colin leave the next day or something. Yeah. I saw him. He was up at Jackalope. He was up at Jackalope. Yes, he went all Jesus on us, man. The guy looks like yeah. Jesus. He was. Yeah, he, he came did. up at first. I didn't recognize him. You know, hey brother, I knew I recognized a friend. I'm going, oh, it's freaking Colin. You know, <laughs> and then I uh, had his wife and kids and so on say, yo, what's up, and. uh yeah, he's he's in the right mindset. He's he got ayahuasca up to where he's getting the perspective of something, you know. And uh, the future's going to be to a lot of these genius guys that just see what's going on. And there's a it's a timing thing, you know. That's one thing everybody's like, well, how'd you know where I go? Look, how'd you not know? But it's everything that I do. I'll put, you know, uh, get prepared, 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 and I got years to prepare for that one day. It flips. It won't happen all at once, but it will happen overnight. And if people are starting to see what I'm talking about. You know, you see all this stuff happening, and then all of a sudden, it's Monday, and it's going to be, it's always on a Monday or a Friday. So it's, it, it's one day, and all of a sudden, everything's different. And were you prepared to take advantage of it? So a lot of my friends that didn't get, a, you know, at least a chunk or so something, you know, my, my kids would buy some. They they get you know. So yeah, I'm feeling good about you know a lot of my close friends and people took it seriously and they took advantage of it. But um, a lot of people didn't, and they didn't buy food either. And they didn't buy the right kind of food. They didn't buy something that could be stored, something that could be you know utilized and over in time. Then they got to have energy. You know how do you how do you cook it? Well, sun ovens uh, that that rocks. It's better than fifteen gazillion. So, uh, so funny. I was just looking at sun ovens the other day on uh, to, to purchase, and I did. And I got in, and I got like a portable oven that was somewhat not an oven, but a uh, little cooking device that like folds up into this. It was sort of like a rocket, like the rocket, rocket stove. stove. That, the rocket it was stove. Very, Those things are awesome. I, 
I, I basically got like a modified rocket stove that, that could be that's super compact, and I figured, you know, this is a pretty good survival thing. I got a survival shower now, and uh, like this like emergency like water storage thing. So, you know, so if I needed to get out of Dodge, I'd have at least uh, you know something to, you know, I, you know, yeah, because basically being up at Jackalope's, like you know, what what do I not have right now that uh, you know I wish I had, and so then that was you know sparked my interest in what I needed to get. All right, how yeah, do I solar, undo yeah, solar ovens was was on the list. I didn't pull the trigger on that yet, but uh, mainly because I don't know how to cook in a real oven either. So I'm like, I don't really need to get a solar oven because I don't, I don't. At first, I need uh, you know a woman to be able to cook too, so, or I need to learn how to cook. So yeah, uh, so I didn't get that. I didn't get the oven yet. Okay, I want to do um, rocket stove here. I keep forgetting to do because we at Jackalope, one of the guys had it, and it was like a click together one. And I keep seeing them on YouTube. You know, they're they're making them. You know, they're welding them and all that kind of stuff. What you could do, uh, rocket stove amazon for lack of a better whatever you know amazon sons of bitches man you know all right wait a minute <laughs> i need uh, the other keyboard rocket stove buy you always put buy man and here it comes okay rocket stove these are rocket stoves they're just little you know, stoves that, you know, with twigs and stuff, you produce a lot of heat. Now, this is, I think this is the one that the guy had. It was something like this, 84 no, bucks. Actually, actually, that looks very similar to the one I just got. But, no, he had, a, he had a black one. It looked like the top one. Okay, well, it was, no, but I'm talking about the tab thing. You know, okay. it, it, it uh. did flat, and you just kind of put it together. You know, so it's like, see, there it comes in just, you know, a bunch of sheet metal, and you just uh, put it together. And there it is. And it just comes flat pack rocket stove. I'm digging it, man. All right, all right, all right. You know, mine was, uh, I think, even more. I think mine was, it was only like 20. It was, yeah, it was yeah, similar to that. It was very close to that one right there where, uh, yeah. Ah, that's 25 got. bucks. Are you kidding yeah. me? Oh, you got to rivet it. I don't want to do that. And, uh, yeah, mine didn't have a rivet. It had like a kind of like a great thing on the top. Uh, but, yeah, it folds up into nothing. Like, it's like literally like, I don't know, like if you had like, four CDs or something and put it together. Okay, this has round rocket stove 50 caliber ammo can. <laughs> oh, it's put in a 50 caliber ammo can. Oh, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Alright, marsh kettles. Yada, 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 yada. This one has wood burning stove kit, portable for outdoor. I don't see what that one looks like. Because what it does, you can use this technology for um, just burning little twigs, and you can get some freaking heat. This is the kind of stuff that saves forest in you know uh, uh, developing countries, kind of thing, man. I mean, it's it's cool. All right, let's do look at this one. Okay, that looks kind of like what it was. All right, comes in plates. Do that. Flat pack. You know, yeah. Right. Yeah, I know the one I got seems like a, it it folds up a lot easier than that. Like it's not, it's just like two or three pieces you put together, I mean, but it folds up to nothing. Uh, customer ranking, value for the money four point six, sturdiness three point eight. See to see all reviews. All right, so what do they say? Um, I bought this rocket stove. This somebody didn't like it. I bought this rocket stove for use of vehicle camping and possibly backpacking. I received the product on time, but when I opened the box. I was a bit thrown back by the finish of the product. The edges are a bit rough and uneven and made assembly quite difficult uh, using a plasma cutter. When I attempted to assemble the stove, it was a hard time fitting, yada, yada, yada. 
Uh, immediately, I decided to return the item. Price wasn't worth the product. I feel the maker of this item needs to finish edges. Uh, there are better options available. Blah, blah, blah. A five, five, five. It's the greatest thing in the world. Very nice. Well built. Stores flat. Gets the job done. See, that's what I'm looking at. I mean, I can, you know, I got like a, you know, Dremel and grinder. I can make it all pretty and everything. You know, I just, you know, I want something kind of sturdy anyway. So, uh, but it's done with a plasma cutter and they're complaining that it's not. Um, yeah, I don't know if the one I have doesn't seem like it's probably not the world's you know sturdiest one, but you know I'm also you know I've got a nicer camping grill and hope I don't have to use this, but you know just in, in case I do, I've got it now. So well, it'd be nice if it's kind of light too. What's this one? Small, classable, compact, perfect for blah 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 blah. Cool, unique uh, customer this is great and wonderful. All right, let me see. Uh, just got the new Spartan rocket stove from Amazing Wife for my birthday. We're both nature lovers and spend most of our time outdoors. Uh, I love this gift. for It's really compact and lightweight. Perfect to enjoy. Okay. So... I'm gonna make I'm gonna make Josh so if Josh wants to get you know coffee when we go camping in a couple of days, you're like, hey, your ass has got the rocket stove. You gotta go eat it. Go find some twigs. Well, <laughs> I got I want to get one that's uh, collapsible. You know, kind of like this. And I'm wondering if it's well. The uh, the one that I got like literally folds up into nothing. I mean, I can run probably run downstairs in my garage if you want to yak it for another minute and a half and go bring it up here. Yeah, go ahead and get. I I want the brand name. Yeah. Good. Yeah, I got pants on. So look. Okay. Good. All right. Now this is Marsh Kettle Camping Survival Stainless Steel. All right. Through stainless steel. And it folds all the way down. See, what we're talking about is these little rocket stoves that has a chimney. It's probably, I don't know, 16 inches high. And then about 45-degree angle, it feeds from the side. And you put the fuel in there, and it just does complete combustion. And it, uh, you know, because you have, you know, confined space of enough wood, just twigs and so on. This thing rock and rolls. I tell you, it is it is hot. And then you got a big enough surface area up top, you know, that you can put a big frying pan on. And that's the big problem is having the ability to cook everything. What? Folds up this tiny little thing. So let me uh, probably need to take my camera and point it down a little bit so I can. So you got this. All right. Let me do the screen here. Let me see this. So we got it. So it's this big. Let me take my camera. That is awesome. Well, what's the brand name? What is that one? I got, a, I got an Amazon. I can go find it. No, that's what I wanted to know is what the brand was. Well, just look on the thing. It's got to have a logo it, or something. It literally, it literally does not have any logos on it, but I can I can go. If you go, if you go back if you go back to your screen, I'm sure I can go find it. Well, well, hold easily. this out first so that people can see it. Oh, so me, it's me, hinged. Yeah, turn the camera down. Or just yeah, hold let it me, up. Let me go, yeah, let me go back. Yeah, let me go back and move my camera down a little bit. All right. <clears throat> All right. So we've got yeah, because the storage of the food is one thing. How much fuel does it take to cook on it? It's like. You know, you have to have a bunch of propane tanks. You got to have cords of wood. You got a, you know, a sun oven, but they're not small. I mean, they're, yeah, they're no, cool, but they're good. not small. But this thing, you know, this rocket stove deal is because I remember my father was big on these little Coleman, you know, little burner plate stuff. That kind of 
you know, it's better not, but you still got to have those green tanks, you know? So this is, oh, it's got a great. Isn't that great? And then this goes down to the bottom to, uh, to catch it down, down below. And then boom, got, uh, got the rocket stove. Actually, no, there's three little, some of those three little, uh, up, oh, got a little paracord thing too. Yeah, and it was paracord. Paracord doesn't burn. I mean, what are you talking about, paracord? Oh no, there's a like there's a fl- as like there's a flint like starter in here. So like a worst case scenario, there's a way oh, to start oh, fire. Oh, okay, got it. And or stab somebody. Yeah, one or the other. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. So I, I haven't used it well, yet. Hold like, it I up. I want to see the the wood opening. Yeah, so okay, well, that's kind of not the style that I was thinking of, but yeah, it does fold right, flat. Know. That's kind of cool. My whole thing was compact because I'm like, you know, I'd rather you know use my actual like camping grill, but you know, the fact that it folds up into basically nothing. But you know, I just got this. So I'm still not like an expert on it, but yeah, but yeah, I see it folds into. Okay, nothing. I'm wanting to. I think I'm gonna get this one because maybe it, is there a higher one? It was a little taller, uh, but I want to fold flat because because I want to fold flat. Um, which one is Marsh Kettles Camping Survivalist? Uh, blah blah Spitfire. That one doesn't fold flat. Yada yada yada. I like I like these man. They're cool. And this one's kind of different. Yada 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 yada. All right, all right. I'm gonna get this. Oh, thing. you know what? Then there was two little pieces that I forgot that were that fell down on the ground. But yeah, these then keep the bottom great in check. All right, bye now. All right, do I want to get the sporting good protection plan? If I don't give a crap. No. Okay. <laughs> so the um, here, let me get over here while you're doing that. Okay, I gotta do this offline. Everybody see all my crap. You know. <laughs> But the, and uh, you're the yeah, you're the one that inspired me because I saw you, uh, you know, you were super excited to see branch. You had that, and then I didn't know what it was until you. Uh, did he have it on? Did he use it? Did you get to see it work? Uh, I don't know. I didn't. I don't. I didn't. I didn't. I'm sure he had it on at one point, but you know, I had a really nice, you know, brand new Coleman barbecue grill, so I wasn't about at the time. I. I yeah, but this is um, this is you know for. I mean, we have a little survival. grill. But um, if you're doing a lot of cooking, you're like survival. You know, I need, yeah. you know, I got all these beans and rice and whatever. How the hell do you cook it? And it just takes so much fuel where he'll, with those, even in the desert, even in the freaking, there's enough little twigs and sticks and, you know, like behind you, look behind you and you can see the foliage. There's enough dead branches and whatever the hell that you can actually have uh, fuel to cook something out in the desert. And I'm going. This is awesome because I've been seeing this technology. A lot of welders are making them. Just especially you know, that area because there's like down trees and stuff. I mean, it's like a like the best place ever for one of those. Oh yeah, jackalope had plenty of wood. That wasn't a, that wasn't yeah. a problem, you know. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna get one of those. I keep talking about, it and I saw that, and I was, I go, are you kidding me? If it has a really good case that doesn't get all freaking ashy everywhere and stuff you know keeps it inside that'd be cool you know just kind of because my dad was big on uh we lived in florida we do a lot of camping when i was a little kid and he was all about washing everything with sand you know he had a glove and he just put sand he just scrubbed the crap out of everything you know and sand cleaned everything 
<laughs> so if I could do that and get it, you know, all the crap off of it and put it in a bag, you know, that would work. All right. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. But I got the guys coming over today, so Josh and Kingsley are heading over. So I got to get some. Well, work get done. on him about the loading. Donna is, you know, trying. He it was doing like, it. like I saw him four or five days ago, and Josh was on him about that. He goes, "Listen, you know, Ernie was bitching to me about this, and this is like the highest priority thing we're doing right now, uh, per your uh, suggestion." So he's on it. And the the other problem I have is when, so when I go to restream and I try to go to float and to uh, D Live and to all the other places, the problem I'm having now is if I turn everything on at once, float doesn't work. But if I go and I turn float on first, then I turn on the other ones, then it works. So I've been trying to experiment and trying tomorrow? to see what what the deal with that is. But that's something I got to tell Kingsley, not you. Actually, I've already already told him. Uh, but uh, anyways, it was nice nice being on. I was honored to be. Uh, you know, have John McAfee open up for me. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, we, we're, we're supposed to do, Donna, you know, seeing if we're going to do Corbett tonight. And I just don't know, man. We're just so slammed on stuff. So I don't know. I got to think about it. We'll see how we yeah. get bus stuff done. Because, uh, oh, man, what a pain in the ass. Uh, but we got to hit the road with a bunch of our signs and so on. Just be buttheads. Because I got to be butthead. Because I got to be a butthead. Because these guys are buttheads. And, you know, it's going to be a thing. Hey, well, it's a good, a good time for it. Because we've got people talking about saving the children. And people who are anti-vaccine is now going mainstream. And, uh, you know, and Ernie saw it coming. It was leading that train to help get everybody. It's a good time. Be- we have, I have four, three different colors spread up against 450 yards length of material that's 61 inches wide you know all those uh stop wars home educate signs that we did you know the big white roll i have uh three rolls of those one's 250 another color is uh 100 another 100 so 450 yards long let me think how many signs can i make with that uh uh a uh, shitload. Shitload. You know? <laughs> I knew that was your answer. Yeah. yeah and then we have uh, the stencils being worked on. And I got to sit down with Davi and freaking finish up. Although we got a bunch of different art that we're doing. And then Derek and I, you know, start cutting the stencils. And then what we can do, one thought I had is these stencils, they're kind of uniform and square that uh, you can make them any size, but they got sharp edges that you can just duct tape them together, put them on a big giant driveway, and take an automotive sprayer and just do a, a whole bunch at one time. Have somebody cutting them while you're doing because we did that kind of thing you know at uh tom westbrook's in in mesa for a ron paul deal and this is conducive to that it's it really makes that method easy to do a bunch at one time and once we demonstrate that do video that everybody's gonna go uh holy crap i go yeah that's when it really starts so that's going to be and we're probably going to uh start launching this in vermont this sunday so i just can't wait anymore so taryn's hooking us up with this while they work on the bus so it's we still got our timeline is doing i just got to be creative about it but it means that i don't have the studio so we either not doing the show or we're just going to be doing audio with the comrex so um you know, we'll adapt and overcome. God. But that, I tell you what that does, that gives a, a week or two or whatever for Kingsley to get it together and make it when we come back. It's done. No, how, it. how is the internet, uh, speaking of which, how is the internet like up in like Prescott and Chino Valley and those areas? Like, are you going to be able to get like 4G? Who gives a shit, man? It's going to be Starlink anyway. You know? Screw them. By the time, I'm telling you, man, this is going fast. You just put up another 50-whatever satellites yesterday. They get, And the first stage, they landed for the sixth time. You know, this is, this is it's, it's cost of methane. 
<laughs> and they're saving the fairings now too. So I just this is it's over, man. It's just a matter of time. It's a timing. It's how long can humanity hold out against these sons of bitches? And uh, and it's all about you know. And I'm waiting for Trump. The movie, you know, that's going was to be you. That was you that said that, you know, you got Elon Musk or maybe it was Dr. Frank said you got Elon Musk who's like in all these big tech inner circles. And what does he want to do? He wants to get off the planet and go to Mars to get the hell because he knows what all these guys are up to. So I think uh, I, I have no idea. It's just a it's a it's a thing to where I think it's inspiring. It makes us multi-planet. It keeps uh, a comp. It's always literally the new world, you know, and um Russia and them are really pushing for Venus. They they think Venus is Russia's planet. We eh, we own Venus, so uh, that's just going to be. I don't know how they're going to terraform that, but uh, you could have cloud cities. You know, that's one thing. There's a certain area, an atmosphere that you get a blimp of. You can have floating, you know, Star Wars cloud cities on Venus and the resources of whatever the hell. But I'm going. There's no place like like Earth. I mean, I mean. You know, it's a lot cheaper, a lot better. We get our mind right, just get rid of these sons of bitches out of our life, and then we got like something going on. I, I'm, I, I vote Earth. You know, <laughs> but, yeah, could use, we could use some cloud sitting over here right now. It's been hot as hell the past. Uh, yeah, what up days. with that? I mean, is it like uh, what 120 or something? I stopped checking, but it's like every single day. Like I saw like, a, like two weeks ago, we hit the record for most days above 110. And then like I looked at the 10-day, and every single day was like 115. And that was probably about 11 days ago. And now it's like every – I mean, it's about 108. To, I think it was 115, 117 two days ago. Will the monsoon come in yet? I mean, in the oh, get the, oh, get, oh, get this. We got the monsoon, but without any – fucking rain so the other day you had this like massive microburst that came in some, a few trees down like winds blowing all crazy and we got like six drops of rain like it wasn't like it was it was it was ridiculous. i've been living in the valley since the early 70s and the way it used to be when the monsoon came big giant clouds they come in like you know two three o'clock in the afternoon you got storms and floods of you got a monsoon. you can smell it's weird that i have a bad sense of smell but you can like smell it coming those in. yeah you like, can my smell da- it. my daughters were like hey daddy it smells like it's about to storm out but this is what happened because they built so much freaking concrete the entire valley like you look behind you you see the mountains around that goes all the way that's why they call it the valley of the sun and there's a couple little mountains in the middle or whatever like the one yeah. that's you know right behind you but it's a big mountain ranges that go around phoenix so what happens if you're in a small plane you're coming from la you see a break in the mountains of the sierra nevadas of an actual pollution river that comes from uh los angeles going to the valley a lot of the smog in phoenix is la you know so you can see it it's like a river of brown from there and we fly bob's plane when we go doing stuff so in that valley, you get in the winter. They call it inversion, where it traps it down and it gets real polluted and so on. But in the summer, it comes up, and here comes the monsoon, the high uh, humidity. Your evaporative coolers don't work that well, and so on, and it gets hot. Now, um, the heat from all the concrete and the development has a heat column of air that pushes the monsoon clouds around to the mountains around it. So you see these enormous clouds all the way around, and sometimes when the sun will start to go down, the heat island kind of dissipates enough that, boom, here comes the monsoon, the clouds all come in. But it didn't used to be that way. In the 70s, every afternoon during the monsoon, here came the clouds and it would rain. Well, now it doesn't. 
You know, it comes in, it just sits there waiting on the, you know, maybe when the uh, the heat island goes down, but the concrete's so hot and it goes into the evening, it <clears> pushes <throat> the clouds back. So when they do finally overwhelm that heat column of air, it is like, you know, you're getting a frog strangler then. You know, here we go. And you haven't had any super storms yet? No, it's been uh, sort of crazy. And I was gone most of the month of July, which was the, actually the hottest month on record in the history of Phoenix. It was an average temperature, including nighttime lows, of 99 uh, for the month of July. Which is funny. It was beats the previous records of August of 2011, which was the first month I moved here. <laughs> so I moved here in July, the middle of July 2011. So, uh, so yeah, welcome to Phoenix. Very first month out of the gates. You know, uh, when Don and I were back there a few weeks ago, it was 110, 11, 12. I mean, you know, it was hot. And it felt cooler than anywhere else in the country we were. The yeah, no, other- it was crazy. It was. I was outside yesterday. It was one eleven, but it was really cloudy out, and uh, it didn't feel that bad at all. I was sitting by the pool, one eleven, watching the pandemic documentary, and it felt felt fine. But you know, I say there's a big difference between one hundred and ten and one hundred and twenty or one hundred seventeen. Like it's like you know one hundred two, one hundred, one hundred five, no big deal. But then you get up to like one seventeen, and uh, yeah, now it's yeah, you start getting. Sun. It goes like this. 100 degrees don't mean squat in Arizona. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, when you get into, uh, when it starts getting um, 105, 107, it starts getting warm. I mean, you know, that's, it's not even really hot until it's 105. And then, of course, you got to wear gloves for everything. Everything is radioactive. You know, but the... Um, Josh Josh on the steering wheel is like, ah, oh, ah, oh, like he's just like, yeah. trying to touch the <laughs> You got you to learn that, you know, that's for sure. Yeah. Then, um, God forbid you lean up against a black car, you do that once. And then... Um, when it gets above 110, it's starting to, you know, when it hits about 117, 118, I don't give a shit, man. It's freaking hot. It's like an oven. You open the oven. But if you're in shade, uh, God forbid you have a pool, it's not that bad. You know, I mean, we're here in New Hampshire, even in New Hampshire, when it was, you know, getting 89, 90-something degrees in humidity. That sucks. We go to Arizona, but, oh, it's so hot. And Don and I look at each other going, yeah, we're moving back to Arizona because this rocks. <laughs> oh, <when> no. <laughs> it was, yeah, way worse, especially if you go to, like, South Florida or other than South Carolina before or North Carolina. I mean, the humidity there, way worse because you can't – and it's, it sounds weird to say, but you can be in a pool when it's 110 out, and, like, the top half of your body, if it's out of the water, can actually feel cold because <clears> it's evaporating <throat> off you so quickly, whereas in the Northeast, you get out of, the, get out of a pool, and if it's, like, 90% humidity and 85 out, you still feel hot, whereas here it's going to be 100 degrees out, and you feel – just you instantly just feel cold even though it's 100 yeah no you for people get summer flus for that very reason god forbid you go to a resort you get in the pool you come out go up to your room and you're freaking refrigerated you lose you know body temperature your core goes down to hypothermia you know because you get out of the pool in phoenix so we had a pool you know you get out you're cold I mean, the kids, you know, they're getting blue-lipped. It's July, and grandkids are going, you got to dry off because that water evaporates so fast, it just sucks the heat right out no of you. One ever, no one ever believes me. They're always like, oh, quit being a pussy. Like, even my dad's just like, oh, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be so cold. Like, just quit being a pussy. Then he gets out of the hot tub a couple years ago. He's like, oh, yeah, give me that towel. I'm like, oh, yeah, see what, see what I tell you. And it does get cold because, you know, I think, because I'm from the snowiest place in America, and so they think, oh, you know, you guys are just a baby, you know. And then and people get out. They're like, oh, no, it's a different ball game where there's no humidity around. Uh, but yeah, we keep it. I've been going to the pool every day. Josh, we come, when he was here, we were. 
going to the pools and everything you shouldn't be doing, you know, in the coronavirus capital of the world. But luckily, no one by me is. But yeah, everything is way down. Like, there's hardly anyone at the restaurants. There's like hardly anyone at the pools compared to usual. Uh, I mean, there's still people out there. Well, how's the mask thing? Are they yeah, you got to wear a mask. Where's your mask? You got to have a mask. Are you masking up? That there's a few restaurants around me that uh, you know will honor that that don't ask and will you know allow you to come with mask. You know, a couple other places. I mean, it depends on how much you know bullshit I'm willing to deal with or you know story I want to tell. But you know, most of most places near me are not like super militant uh, about it. But I'm also sort of in my own little enclave, so I don't. I don't, I don't really know, but uh, when Don and I were back, we didn't we didn't mask up. We took the kids to Harbor. The only time I had to wear a mask was to get a SSD drive I needed for my grandson and a uh, Windows 10 upgrade because Windows 7. Oh, I'm sorry, you can't do anything because Windows 7. You know, so we did that for his uh, 3D printing computer. And when I went into Best Buy, you know, they made me wear a mask, but my grandson, uh, no, you know, so I. You know, yeah, when I, I ordered, yeah, when I first when I first moved, uh, I had to order some new uh, uh, lap, uh, some uh, screens and stuff from which, of course, I couldn't even go into Best Buy, so I had to go get it sight unseen. So then, of, of course, and I just met the guy in the parking lot to do it, but they didn't make me. You weren't even allowed in the store at the time. We had to have a reservation, and uh, I was just on the phone with a guy who's like ten feet away from me, and I'm telling him, you know, look into these different types of uh, laptop monitors. So now I've got two different monitors that are slightly different sizes because. When I got, because they only had one left at like Walmart when I went in to go in there, and they had, they didn't, yeah, and it was went to like three WalMarts in one day, and none of them had it. At the went to Best Buy, so now it's like I'm like OCD because I got like different size monitors over here. Oh, so it's like, uh, you know, this is well, I'm not seeing it. You know, the um, uh, we went. God, what was I going to say? Show my mask and not. No, 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 no. It was. Uh, 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 monitor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Donna and I ordered uh, two computer because I, you know, in the second and third hour, I I'm not doing the music like I usually do because I got limited room here and I don't have another computer that I can do that separate from my Linux. So yada yada yada. So uh, we ordered two computers. We got a decent deal on something for her because her screen's falling off and um so we're getting two new computers that we're going to configure and that's why we got to get up to Derek. Yeah, they're being delivered up there we got to god we got so much stuff to do so um we setting all those up and everything and uh as we're going shopping and we're going around and talking to people and getting whenever we get into the store and we don't have a mask i always make a point of finding the first employee and asking for whatever i need or want i want to see what they're going to do I want to know if they're going to make go to Harbor Freight, you go to Walmart, you go to Best Buy. I want to know if they're going to, if they don't get you at the door, are they going to make me? And no, not so much. This is a corporate thing. This is an insurance thing. This is how they consolidating everybody on and sharing board of directors of they, them, those, or whatever the hell. This is how they're doing it. Oh, the local bar uh, right by me, like the one that's next to me. Apparently, they you can only do takeout now because some fucking Karen went in there and then uh, it must have ratted them out of saying they, they they're not making people wear masks inside of there. And so now, like my main go-to place that you know wasn't uh, enforcing masks now, apparently they got shut down. So it's just very frustrating and because you know i've got a bunch of you I'm think it's going to go retired. through the election is that you know the you know, all of a sudden we're all healed and uh bill gates is going to have a shot for us we can get back to normal after you bend over and take your shot 
Yeah, I mean, it'd be it'd be very fitting. I don't know what day the election is, but like it's like you know you know November eighth or some ninth, and then uh, you know all of a sudden now it's a, a new day for America. But you know, guess what? Everyone's been staying inside, wearing masks, completely mother effing their immune systems, and then even you know if there's not some pandemic going on, they're all going to get back outside around the same time compromised immune systems as we're going into fall and winter and especially in the colder climate areas and they're all going to be fucked and they're all going to get sick and then they're going to be like oh see you told us so and then it's going to be people going back into their places or going to have some sort of geoengineered you know bioweapon round two by then or maybe they tweak the coronavirus whatever they do uh and i think a lot of people who have been wearing masks and compromised their immune system they're going to be way worse off and uh i mean somewhat gallows humor but maybe a lot of people that have been uh you know, helping enslave us, maybe a lot of them won't be won't be around anymore. But you know, because they're going to get the vaccine, or they're going to. Yeah, I uh, don't. Unless they're poisoned with some, they're eating the whatever, drinking the wrong Kool Aid and Jim Jones well, and. Well, but everything the, uh, people eat is poison. So. Yeah, so I, I'm 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 looking at who's going to see. This is the one thing that I anticipated before. I go, what happens when you have uh, the more aware people that you know are boosting their immune system, they're taking the right supplements, eating more organic foods, and keeping their kids home from uh, government school schools. What happens when they're the only ones that, that survive? Then what? You know? You, know you, you better have a drone army. You know, the clone drone army of, you know, Star Empire or something, because, you know, they're going to be the ones left. And, you know, there's there are more hunters in America with hunting licenses than all the Earth's armies combined. Wow. More hunt, and they're all snipers. So I'm like, the fuck do you guys think is going to happen? <laughs> you know, sooner or later, it's just, oh, we had Dave here, Silver Dave, he has, um, they do gun church every other oh, yeah. Sunday. I, I, believe that. me, Howard, Howard Lick, or uh, Etienne de la Boutier Squared has been pimping that video of gun church and you guys all at the, at the I mean okay I, I this is what I did he goes he goes like this he had a slogan and I had Davi do the stencil for it we're still working on kind of got different versions and I get the one the way I want but um, it's gun church and it has an arrow pointing up with a kind of like a house like a steeple or something you know that's the in a square and that's uh, the, the logo and it says um, defeating the forces of evil gunchurch.org defeating the force i go there you go that's a sign freaking a we're doing that one <laughs> so we got well, maricopa, maricopa county has a religious exemption for masks so uh do we wear a mask in gun church so maybe we can have like what do you mean you have a religious exemption some maybe he's uh, uh gun church memberships or something and then we all just don't uh, oh what was your religious exemption oh gun church yeah, yeah, go, yeah, 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 yeah. okay wait, 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 wait. tell me about this exemption you can go i have a religious exemption the video is awesome I'm sure somewhere in their, uh, you know, threat fusion center in New Hampshire, uh, someone's shitting their pants when they see all that stuff going down up there. Yeah, no, it's a, it's not a, it's not a unknown thing. You know, the yeah. local community, everybody knows that this is not a secret. And the one thing I know, of, which, which probably freaks about even more that they're not. Well, you know, my thing, my my input on this was like not. Uh, creating a militia kind of, you know, we're all armed up kind of, I go, don't go down that road. You're just training for individual mothers and fathers that are being taught how to defend themselves. I Don't count on me come saving your ass. You know, you need to do it yourself. Take responsibility for your own freaking family. Yeah. You know, but we will give you, you know, the opportunity, the training, and all that, and Dave does a great job of that because he has special forces. 
You know, these aren't not just just you know planking. This is how to move and squads and you know ambush. Green, green, and, green Bray, green, green Bray is the one who go in and like help set up like different uh, like they they, they, they train the villagers. Yeah, that, the yeah, force multipliers. That's the whole point. You know, so I was like. You know this is this is awesome. So I'm really I'm really helping push that kind of surprised. You know, he goes by Silver Dave because he d- trades in silver too. So it's all you know, you know, even better. Yeah, I mean, you know, crap. He was last night. He was at uh, Murphy's Tap Room. Their you know monthly you know free state meeting of whatever. And I haven't talked to him yet this morning, but he was he, he brought a bunch of silver. So it's just they're doing fine. They're trading in food, silver, guns. And, you know, this is where it's, and just like a lot of our friends in Arizona. So Arizona, New Hampshire, we have, that's all the freaking states in between that want to freaking, oh, just like, you guys are killing me. But you look at South Dakota and the government, no, we're not taking any federal aid. You know, we're is good. Weed, is, weed legal, is weed legal in New Hampshire yet? Or is that Who? just Massachusetts? Weed is marijuana legal in um, New Hampshire? It's not, not legal, legal, legal. I think they, they got um, dispensaries and whatever. They, I mean, you know, like it matters in the Liberty community. Nobody pays that. Yeah, obviously. Care. You know, I... It's like, uh, oh look, well, I, I got my that, permit. I'm going. Oh, you were well, waiting. I know they've got. I know they've got like a Prop 207 bill here in, in uh, Arizona that looks like it just made the ballot uh, recently. But it seems like it's you know kind of same old shit as last time. But well, I think the big thing and that last I checked, these guys wanting to come on. The bottom line was is that you could grow up to so much six, of your own plants. Six. It's yeah. it's six it's six plants, but uh, for every adult over, I think you can have two adults over the age of twenty one in your home, so you could then grow twelve. But then it has to be behind lock and key, can't be within public view, uh, so you can't grow it outside or can't grow it out on a balcony. Uh, there's yeah, so it's always but then, well, how so much view? Stuff. I can put you know uh, smoked uh, you know polycarbonate uh, translucent uh, chain link fence lock whatever bullshit you know i mean you know there's it gotta be under grow lights i mean what that's what they made it sound like is that it has to be underneath like a like in like your closet in like a grow house or something but that's what they made it sound like now i don't know i mean i think i think this one's gonna pass uh it doesn't seem like the it has as much opposition to it whereas last time it was out for a, a while so it had a lot of opposition built up i think the sackler family behind oxycontin were against it uh bob's like True tire or something was like no. The last one sucked, man. It institutionalized everything. It was, you know, and this one's probably you know same. And the bottom line is, can you grow your own plants? That was the big sticking point. You know, blah 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 blah. Six plants legal. Six plants legal. Seven plants a felony. Whatever. So yeah, one. So it's also one ounce legal. 1.1 1.1 ounces felony, or maybe it's like after two and a half ounces. But anyways, it's yeah. Well, it's, uh, hell, one plant will kick the shit out of that. What are they talking so about? That, so then, I guess what they're also saying is that you can then keep it at your own house, but then you can't transport more than one ounce at a time. I get the right so strains, man. Person. I ain't gonna be transporting shit. I'm just gonna be that gray cloud on the horizon where Ernie lives. I mean, you know. <laughs> well, good. Maybe, maybe that's what we need to get some of the cloud seeding to cool off uh, Phoenix here in the summertime. Get some clouds. <laughs> Coronavirus. Anyways, man. All right, we've been yakking yeah, for a while, no. but that was great. Thanks, great Tim. It's good to talk to you, right. buddy. Right. Better guys. Hi, Donna. Hi, Jay. Bye.